One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. All right. Gang is all here. Oh, this whole time I've been saying things and the internet's heard the one-sided conversation. I hope I didn't mutter my <laughs> password or anything. All right, let's begin. Hey, internet, my name is Todd. Uh, I'm going to be running a game tonight, so thanks very much for joining. Jump in. Uh, if this is your first time here, we do live interactive D&D &D games on Twitch and YouTube uh, Tuesdays, 9 p.m.-ish. Uh, I'm having some technical stuff, so hopefully that's ironed out. Uh, but then, uh, anyway, uh, so we're playing a game. It's uh, mostly homebrew. Uh, basically, uh, I'll give a recap before we dive in. So if, this is, if you haven't seen it before or, or you're not fully caught up, don't worry. We do a recap every game, and we'll get you mostly set up. Uh, let's go meet the table, and then we'll dive in. Uh, one last thing, you can always catch up on previous stuff if you like what you hear on podcast places, all of them, iTunes, Spotify, uh, whatever, wherever you get your podcasts, you can check it out, SideQuest Live, that's plural, SideQuests Live, uh, and uh, you can find our podcasts from all the seasons, including this one. Anyway, let's go meet the table and say hey to everybody. That's the credits. There we go. That's the table. Hey, table. God. Yeah. I'm just on Twitch, and mine <laughs> says Side Quest Lives is offline. Yeah, it's been doing that, and I don't know why. Um, mine says that you are live, but it's not showing a video. Anyway, I pulled you up on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I now have both. I know. I know YouTube is working. So YouTube, you're with us. Yeah. Uh, so Twitch, I don't know what's just... going on. I do a restream, so maybe there's something wrong with the restream. But it said it was fine. Yeah. I don't Whatever. understand. Indeed. Yeah. Just thought and I'd mention it. Thank you. I appreciate yep. that. Oh well. Moving well, on. <laughs> we'll watch we'll watch on the YouTubes and uh I think YouTube might catch on. I hear it's a thing. Watch on the YouTubes. Yeah. The YouTube. Oh, I can hear my echo. All right, so um You were there for a second, yeah. Yeah, I think it's Steve's. The YouTube's hear my echo. All right, so uh Yep, I can definitely hear it on Steve's account. So somebody turn it down. Thank oh. you, Steve. All right. So anyway, uh, let's go around the horn, meet everybody. And uh, wait, there's a there's a person here who we've never seen play before. That's all right. We will um, we'll get that sorted. Uh, so yes, welcome to the table to Matt, and we will die. Uh, it's Matt, right? And then just like, oh, you're muted. There you are. Yes, that's correct, Matt. Welcome to the virtual table, Matt. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Um, so uh, we will introduce your character in a little while when they arrive. So we're not actually going to do a character intro for you because I kind of like to keep it as a bit of a surprise. I know Bella knows, but I don't think anybody else knows. So we'll, we'll keep that to uh, on the DL. But if you get an idea, don't forget. Uh, obviously, I don't know shit. Awesome. Uh, so when we bring you in, you'll probably sense it coming. So we'll make it work. Uh, if not, uh, I'll give you a little nudge. Um, but the other way that we can do this is uh, you can still spend, spend the plot points. So everybody gets plot points. Uh, you, you get two per game. Uh, and so if you get an idea and you want to make something, uh, make a suggestion. Uh, just no insta-deaths or anything like that. But, uh, but yeah, you can take the story in a slightly different direction, bring in a new NPC, drop a harpy on them. That's one of my favorite. A bag of, just a giant bag of, uh, I mean harpies, harpies falling down on them. <laughs> Uh, all at once. That could be good fun. So feel free to dive in with that. Uh, and viewers, I didn't know us. the plot points were so well defined. Yeah, just no. We each have two. You have two. What is a game? Is a game a session? 
Uh, <laughs> or is the yeah. game a campaign? That's just so. That's just to keep it. I want to keep. That feels like a lot. Oh wow! I feel full of power now. I mean, it could literally be like <laughs> if you forgot something, you're like, "Oh, my character! I totally meant to do that." And you could say, "Well, yeah. we didn't show that one in the episode, so you can drop that in." Uh, and viewers get to spend plot points too. So if you're joining us live, apparently on YouTube, uh, you can type in some plot points into that, and we'll try to make them part of the game as quickly as possible. Sometimes I used to bank the plot points and use them later. Uh, and I also call out for names a lot because I hate inventing names. So if you get a name, uh, please drop it in. Actually, you know what? Let's do this right now. I need a name, either internet or players. It's not going to use your plot point. Um, so I need at least one or two names. So if somebody start shouting out some names. I'm going to write them down on this on this thing. It can be name of a place, and name of a person. Go. Uh. Oh God! Twinkle. Si Twinkle. Cyan. Simon. Okay. Twinkle. Budget. Okay. And let's go two more. And it doesn't even. It can be an object. Wallbanger. I'm sorry. What was that? Travesty. <laughs> Harvey Wallbanger. And a Harvey <laughs> Wallbanger. All right, we got him. I don't know how they're going to make it in, but... And Travis... Travis... How do you spell travesty? I should know this. Travesty. All right. There we go. No, you're right. You're correct. <laughs> Whatever way you spelt it. All right. There we go. All right. So there we go. I'm going to stick those on my post-it note on my little visual reminder for my game. Right there. Fun fact. The skull that I am currently holding is actually an ashtray. And it was my grandmother's ashtray that she used to quit smoking. So there you go. You know. Did it work? I mean, she quit smoking by the time I knew her, so apparently it did. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. All right. So we're going to dive in. Uh, oh, we're going to uh, meet more people. Steve, go. Hi. It's still me. I'm also here. Uh, <laughs> playing Gex Tuckford still. Nice. And uh, Gex yeah. Tech, for, uh, for the audience to picture something. Well, that's not the right. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So seven and a half feet tall, 450 pound Goliath, uh, rogue, 62 years old, um, loves his friends, hates his enemies. <laughs> nice. Seems healthy. Yeah. That's, that's a good life choice, right? what that is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. He's very uh, sweaty, apparently. I've been told. Absolutely. Uh, and giant dude who's uh, very quiet and stabby. All right, uh, Jay, who are you? Uh, we worked you in last game. So uh, who are you? Who? I am Kid Jimmy Fresh. Nice. Back again as a, as a rogue. This time I'm a mastermind. So uh, he's a human. He's pretty much me dropped into the game. Probably smokes a bunch of weed and uh, tries to get by and sell and use his charm and information rather than his knife. Fair enough. But, you know, just in case. Just in case. If you yeah. need it. I mean, you gotta have one. he would be like a special ops kind of guy that worked for like a, a... I haven't quite figured out the backstory yet, but That's he would have been like a special ops guy working for the, the king, maybe getting special training. He can speak a lot of languages, things like that. Nice. 
Nice. I'm glad we know that, even though they're, I'm sure everybody's going to play their character in ways that they don't. Uh, let's jump over to... Wait, I got to... Wait, wait, wait. It's here somewhere. Uh, Gordon. Hey, Gordon. Playing Talithar, I guess, for now. What do you mean for now? I, I just butchered <laughs> one of your characters and made you play a... Uh, not butcher. Made you unknowingly play a doppelganger last season. You, you did very well with that. I'll try not to... I try not to do the same trick twice to the same person. So you're up. He's Don. planning on having a heroic sacrifice. Oh, of course. Ooh. I mean, that's that's yeah. a given. Paladins got to do it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, all right, and uh, above Gordon uh, from with the half elf, not half elf, uh, mm. paladin. Thank you, Talithar. Uh, is Brandon? Hola. I'm playing uh, Eli, a half-elf divination wizard, uh, who's a bit optimistic for no reason and a bit of a nerd. Yeah, it's just a fun guy. <laughs> Nerds? Nerds aren't allowed to here. To himself. It's a mushroom? It's a mushroom. I think the internet may be trans mistranslating things for Bella there. Or I no, it. he said he was a fun guy. Oh, yeah, multiple, multiple I mushrooms. That's right where you got into wrong. that. Uh, well, to be fair, Darcy, you did prepare a mushroom character. Did I? You did. It was back in session zero. You made, uh, what was his they name? Were Fred a mushroom. Frederick Cocktail. Yeah, they they were plants, not fungus. Completely different. Thing. I just I just pictured a mushroom the whole time. That actually it was You're one just... of my favorite D and D shorts that we have on our channel is uh, where um, Jackie unfortunately scheduling didn't work for her, but she, where she goes, uh, we we you know you could cast Goodberry and it would be you fruiting and she was like wait 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 wait, I, mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. don't think yeah, don't take it. Personally. I remember this conversation. Yeah, I don't think she was a big fan of that. Anyway, uh, we're getting off track. Tell us about the character you're playing this time. Hi, I'm Darcy. Um... I guess I won't talk too much about me, because I no, do no, that too do much, it. probably. Do it. Do it. You can find me at Darcy Bits Twitch thing. I said that incorrectly. Anyway, I stream on Twitch. Watch it. Um, <laughs> although, honestly, it's more about the YouTube channel. Go to the YouTube channel. I'm Darcy. Um, use they, them pronouns. But for today, I will be playing Empty Wisdom, who uh, uses she, her pronouns. And she is... I, I'm looking at the stream right now. I see you haven't... Did I never send you my token? <laughs> The one that I made during uh, our well, I had to rebuild. session, I introduced her. I had to rebuild all the things, so your token probably is No, that's that's super fair. <laughs> I just, like, I I drew that during the session that she first came up, and I was like, I need to draw something. Uh, quickly yeah, nice, something and please together. keep doing that, uh, because I love the I art. love doing that. It's great. Um, anyway, she is a monk from a local monastery, um, where one of the rite of passages is to go out and see the world in a very vague, you know, D&D motivation kind of way. Um, but uh, last time she was on screen, there was way fewer people here, uh, and she was already showing some social anxiety. So I'm very curious to see how she's going to deal today. Um, <laughs> but um, the important thing is that last time we sort of saw the sort of second side of her show up, uh, she has an element of an astral self that sometimes makes itself known and she behaves a little differently when it does. So I will just, that is all I'll say for now. 
Ah. We'll see how it goes today. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Mm -hmm. And I will be playing all the peoples uh, and monsters. Speaking of monsters, uh, when we're doing our credit roll, everybody, you've got a bit of homework. You ready for this? I want to... Try to do it right. I need you to roll initiative. Are we gonna finish the introduction? Ah, crap! That... Or no? <laughs> we don't have to. Oh, fine. fine with it. I thought we did, Bella. No, we didn't do Bella. I'm so I sorry. Did I did not do Bella, though. I'm <laughs> so. Exactly I'm such a dick. You I'm didn't sorry. do Donnie either. I didn't do Donnie. Okay, I I I, I fail. I'm just gonna sit down. We went in a Sorry. square and then stopped. Yeah, uh, didn't miss two parts. Of it. We're, we're not part of the Hollywood oh, yeah. squares, Donnie. I want to push that button. I'm fine. I'm the uh, big X. All right. <laughs> well, let's let's keep this in order. Uh, normally there'd be Timely, which is what threw me off. I'm gonna blame Timely for this. Um, no. Tonight we are tight today. We're 40 minutes week. in. That's what I want to know. Uh, all right. So Timely right, unfortunately couldn't right make it. Uh, she. Uh, I don't know what happened, but we wish you well, Timely, and hope you can come back to us. Uh, Timely normally plays uh, Hilda Bonebraid, a little dwarf paladin. I don't think she actually speaks with a Scottish accent, but uh, you know I do. Anytime I say dwarf, because uh, apparently I'm Very racist. Uh, but uh, yeah. anyway. So yep. she can't be with us. We're a dwarf down. Uh, all right, so let's jump over to Bella. Bella, who are you? Who is your daddy and what do you do? No, I'm, you know what I mean. <laughs> well. I'm getting silly. Um, Who's my daddy? Who is your uh, daddy and what does he she do? She thinks maybe her daddy is, I don't know. Um, so coming at two and a half feet shorter than her buddy Gax um, she is a half elf with piercing blue eyes and she wears a lot of leather and she's not incredibly um, adept at this moment in adventuring she bumbles about uh, kind of stupid so we'll see if she um, survives today well, that, that, that could go for a lot of people here today. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> and last, but certainly not least, Donnie. Donnie, tell Hi. us a bit about you. Donnie here. I'm a playing Ashina. You, you uh, see her with a blue shimmer around her. She's got white hair, blue eyes. And she wears leathers. That's about all you can really see of her. You you do see she's carrying a staff as well. She, she does manage to get around. And when you last, uh, when we last stopped the game, Ashina was yes. actually slightly illuminated from above. This kind of flickering blue, multicolor, but mostly blues and greens and a little bit of white from above, from this kind of translucent semi, um, it's it's flower-like, but in shape, and petals all clumped together tightly, uh, but it is vaguely balloon-like, 
and floating up about 15 feet. And you can hear the most vague of sounds. It's like... As it's floating up in a, in a, a weird cry that only Ashina, having cast speak with animals, understands as she gets a warning from this, this creature above. And the, war the warning goes something like this. <gasps> it approaches. It approaches. That didn't quite work out the way I thought, but that's okay. You get the point. And now I can safely say, without further ado, roll initiative. And put the tracker up, or should we just roll? Yeah, if I can figure out how. The swamp stretches out in almost all directions around you. Behind you, the twisting path you took to get to this point, leaving the city or town of Bernard, the only friendly port on the island. You've been driven out, driven away by members of a mage tower. Um, once the crew of the Balthasar, the, the ship that you almost sank, Having killed half of their crew, they are seeking revenge. Thinking it is unwise to wait for their daggers in the dark to find you, you have made your way out into the wilderness on the word of a new acquaintance, a man by the name of Jimmy Fresh, saying he knew of another port, sort of. He knew of an area where he could get you in, and he alone can get you in. He just needs your help bringing him there and then he will help arrange passage for you. You tramp your way through the woods, uh, Gex finally catching up in his armor, custom tailor, brand new armor, um, creaking like only a T-Rex, needs a little more oil, but it'll be great. Uh, And you manage to catch up just in time as you see this balloon-like creature elevate up into the sky, Ashina looking up and then turning her head and looking off into the mists, at which point the earth begins to rumble and uh, some of the trees that are already, like some of the moss starts into the the muck below uh, as the whole area begins to earthquake grade shake. And then up uh, bursts out of the ground dirt and bits of rock and tree spraying in all directions, probably not more than not more than 50, 40, 50 feet away, depending on where you're standing, um, is this massive, strange, pulsating creature of dark browns, blacks, purplish uh, colors, and red as you see the mouth begin to spread open in all directions and these tentacles come lashing out everything is just pure chaos as all around you turns into a combat zone I'm going to hear some initiatives and then we'll take it from there what do you got and how do I turn on the tracker oh, there should be a button at the side of the sidebar I think you know hey. where all the toolbars are um, 
just point of clarity, because um, as a point of the recap, I'd, how yeah. did we meet uh, Sheeta? Sheeta, right? Is that right? Sheena. Uh, Sheena? Ashina. 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 That's right. Ashina. You forgot. Uh, you weren't here for that. So, uh, an old acquaintance yes. of Izzold's yes. from another area, and Ashida, uh, Ashina, is uh, Sorry. made made contact and recognized uh, Izzold. Okay. Did and you mention both, both Izzold? Uh, sorry, both Ashina and Jim Jimmy Fresh. Uh, met the party after the throwdown uh, in the bar that you narrowly avoided by magic and intimidation and just being charming and, yeah, lucky. Uh, so you managed to get away from that, but now um, you managed to... Uh, 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 oh, and of course, Brand uh, Brandon's character, um, Elias, is also uh, kind of freshly joined the party. So um, having made some predictions and been brought to life by uh by um uh Izzel. no it was Izzled hilda. and uh hilda that's right so you are now in the wilderness your life may well depend upon these people as this monstrous creature bursts from the ground so everybody call out your initiatives uh darcy seven uh, okay so wit empty i should say i'll try to do character names all right. Uh, Elias. Two. Oh, my goodness. We're off to the races here. Yeek. All right. Um, uh, let's go uh, Ashina. 21. Whew. The opposite end. All right. Uh, next up, we will come around to you in a little bit there, Matt. We don't forget that you are here. Um, uh, empty we got. Talithar. Or, Ooh. not a high roll there. Mm -hmm. All right, and um, who haven't I got to? Uh, Gex. Twenty-three. Woo! Race to the top. All right, twenty-three, and uh, Jimmy Fresh. Uh, eight. Eight. Not what I expected. All right, Jimmy, and Isolt. Ten. Which normally you would not picture that as going, uh, you know. I only when rolled you do. a two. Yeah. All I right, there, there we go. So. And Bonnie uh, is twenty-one. Absolutely, and I got yes. that. Yeah. Yep. All right. So you know, as you all, your your adrenaline hits you begin to spring into action, seeking what is the danger and what can you do about it? Who is your danger and what do you do about it? Let's start at the top of the order. Gex, the purple worm, is, uh, not, I mean, it's compared to where you are, you're almost the farthest from in the back corner. You were by, you quickly scuttled to the tree, so we did a little before in the surprise round. Um, J Kid Jimmy threw you the other end of a rope and he jumped off into this sinkhole that had opened up just as the creature was coming up. Creature was bursting up, and all the the swamp around, certain sinkholes started draining as though maybe it, the worm coming up opened it uh, like a vacuous space where the water could retreat to. So there is um, various pit holes kind of opening up around you. 
Jimmy Fresh decides to use that as cover, and uh, he's just in the in the midst of stepping down, repelling wise. So Gex, in your hand, you've got a rope. On the other end is a Jimmy. What do you want to do? <laughs> Not your Jimmy. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Internal thoughts. Um, yeah, I'll try and pull him out of there first off. I'll 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 yank the long rope. All right, Jimmy, do you I'm want to be pulled out? No, no, I'm going to go down. All right, Jimmy. He's like, oh, yeah, I know what he's doing. Go, I'll just hold on to it. Uh, You're right next to a tree as well, Gex. The creature is probably about 70 feet away. Yeah, I'm going to just... 60 feet, sorry. Yeah. No, I'm just going to use this round to kind of like... Um... Hold on to that and then ready myself. Sure thing. Essentially. All right. And if, uh, okay, so you kind of hide behind the tree or just going to stand out um, in the open? No, I'm halfway behind the tree. I'm essentially like, I, ha I have the rope in one hand and the bow in the other. Like, I want to want to take aim, but it's like I can't do both at once, right? So you could tie him uh, off this round or you could. Uh... Oh, yeah, I'm close to the tree. I will. I'll tie him off. That's All right. You take your action to tie him off. So he's tied. Uh, and go this action hide. Oh yeah. Yeah, and that the next thing yep. is being a rogue. I'm going to bonusly actionally hide. All right, roll for it. Roll your stealth, sir. Uh, Fifteen. All right. Thank you. All right. Coming up next, it's going to be Ashina. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to ask. What what is it? The, is it a sprite or something? It's something, yeah. I'm gonna try and ask sure it what, what it this thing is. Sure. Uh, uh, if she can help us figure out how to defeat this thing, what's what she know about it? Sure. So the rest of you, you, um, Ashina looks up and starts speaking essentially in its language, which is a series of kind of chirps and and whirs and and chutting, uh, and it replies. So the rest of you, you all hear. <laughs> and <clears throat> now, this is not the most verbose of creatures, uh, but you can hear this muffled sound of, uh, and this is only Donnie's character can understand it. And it's like, <laughs> It is a denizen of blow. It is. It burrows and eats, swallows horses whole. Doesn't have a name for it, but you know it's big. I don't know how much of that you caught. I can repeat if you need me to. It burrows, I know. Yeah, okay. It has no eyes, but that it brings. But it feels, it feels. And listen, it must hear as well. It must yeah. must sense vibrations. That's right. That's what the impression you're getting. All right. Uh... Now you are currently kind of right between two trees, one with yellow blossoms, uh, and then the other one is kind of moss hung, uh, just next. Yeah, to Yeah, I. I was down here at the bottom. You're, what the hell was that? 
you're also probably about, uh, yeah, about 40 feet away from this massive creature that's just thrust. Only its top, only the top little section of it is above the ground. It's about 10 feet long. Uh, and then its tentacles or tongue is lashing out like almost blindly in all directions uh, at this point. Um, and there's more. It's it's 10 feet long out of the hole, but it's easily a 10 feet wide diameter. This thing is huge. So really, what I'm saying is all you're seeing is just the tip. The head. Um, all right, what do you I'm want to do, Ashina? On deck, uh, Izzel is going to be next. I did put bark skin on myself so that I do have better armor. I do remember that, yeah. Um, trying to figure out what the hell to do with this thing. And we did have Pass Without Trace because that was already on. I'm going to hit it with a call lightning. All right, do it. So you, do you want to describe it or should I? Go ahead. All right. So you reach an arm up and, uh, and the little, you kind of call out a warning to little creature because right above you, uh, is where you're getting this and the clouds begin to kind of roil and, and churn into this rather tight, uh, spinning cloud above you. And you see the lightning begin to build. It is now active and then comes down in this blinding flash. Uh, is it a deck save, I imagine? It is a deck save of 15. Okay. <clears throat> Not the most dexterous of creatures, so that's probably good news for you. Uh, let me see. Yeah, that's an 8, so it takes full damage. Go ahead and roll damage on that for me. Uh, let's see. I assume this is being cast at its normal levels, not upcast. Oof. Right. Normal 25 level. points of damage. Very nice. Oh, lightning's so cool. It is such a good spell. All right. 25 points of lightning damage hits this creature and I believe takes full effect. Yes, it yes. does. Yep. All right. Hey, look at that. My notes. They finally fell. All right, um, coming up next, we got I'll Izzel. be right back myself. I'll be right back myself. I have to uh, restart my video. No worries. So, Izold, what do you want to do? I keep hitting the wrong button. Okay, so she will run uh, Probably backwards. Probably a wise move. Yeah. Um, as she's running, um, kind of diagonal from where she is, she's going no. to cast Hex. Whoops, I gotta actually change the mode. I think Hex just happens. They don't get a save. Yeah. Right. Okay, and uh, you get to curse them or Hex them against an ability. Uh, which ability are you yeah. targeting? I'm gonna... Uh, I'm gonna target... Um, it's not saves, it's abilities. Yeah. I'm gonna target... Strength. All right. Sure thing. Sounds good. So I can't. So it has disadvantage on grapples and whatnot. Yeah, totally fair. All right. So and that's your bonus. That's my bonus. And then I am going to fire off two shots with my short bow. Nice. 
Um, so first one, and we're just gonna do both my shots at the same time and then go from there. So 11 for the first one, no? Uh, that's a miss. So the second one definitely misses. It's just, it, it's it's quite dark and you're, I mean, you've got elven eyes, so, or half elven eyes, uh, just one of them's elven. Um, but <laughs> that's the way it works. <laughs> Uh, mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. the difference between half elf and half elf. Um, anyway, it's an elf with heterochromia. Yeah, exactly. Is. So one unfortunate, both of your, one of your arrows goes truly wide in kind of your bluster. The other one hits it, but just off its heavy hide. It's it, it seems this thick, rubbery skin more than armor, but it is so thick that it's just like. Uh, it, it, it just deflected off uh, at that particular point. All right, coming up uh, next. And if you can move if you want to. Or you can leave your friends already behind. already dead. Oh, perfect. Oh, that's I already right. moved. And if you don't move, then uh, anyway, I'm singing a song. Jimmy, what's up? You're next. Empties on deck. Um, well, I am going to get me a light of some kind. Um, I'm sure I'm even going to have a candle or a torch or something like that, because I can't see. But I'd like to try to poke my head down in that hole. Sure. So you kind of... You, I'd like to see down in and in. Absolutely. So you kind of get the rope and brace yourself and try to get your flint to light up a torch uh, after a, a sputtering moment of dangling by the rope and your feet. Like, the sides of the tunnel that you're in, it's like a, it's like a tube... Imagine a mud puddle that somebody sucked out from below. So the sides are all goopy and they're quite they're like slippery. So you're in muck pretty much up to your knees uh, are buried in it. And then it's all you're totally covered in it already. And there's sections of root and rock that you find good purchase on. You brace yourself, strike a torch. That's going to be your action. But now you have a light source down there. Um, and you are uh, still currently only about, I think... Uh, five feet below the surface. So, you, are you going to descend or stay where you're where you are? Um. So, I'm down inside the tunnel now. Uh, sure. Yeah, you can keep going. So, you descend further. I like and you... just like lower myself and just kind of try to get to the bottom and try to look both ways and see what's going on down there as much as I can, which is Absolutely. probably not too much. But... So you drop in, and it's this weird moment where all of a sudden, at the bottom, it narrows and narrows and narrows, and then there's the hole itself, the bottom of this little crater, and mm -hmm. then it opens up, poke my and you kind of dangling down, and your light shows you edges of this tunnel that are a good 10 or 15 feet wide. Some of it is much heavier uh, material, packed to earth and stone, and it's just been chewed and even maybe melted all the way through. And you can, being a good uh, about 40, 50 feet away from where the head is, you you wonder what the heck it is you're looking at in the flickering torchlight as you're holding on to this rope. And then you realize you're looking at the tail end of this worm-like creature. It actually is only about maybe 15, 20 feet in front of you. And 
it's kind of pulsating and undulating. You can see that it kind of pulls up, like, you know, like an earthworm moves. It kind of pulls up, gathering itself, and then... And all along its skin, you see this one-directional kind of barbs and uh, kind of digging into the dirt around, giving it that traction as it stretches and then pulses away from you. So it's pushing its head further out the hole and its tail. Now there's something else here. First of all, you see this thin trickle of slime. Now when I say thin, thin for it, but for you it's a good three, four feet wide. This trail of ooze coming out of this puckery sphincter at the very back of it. It is disgusting. Uh, It is pooping out the dirt and rock that it isn't actively uh, chewing up inside of it. The other thing is that the sphincter itself is like the sphincter from hell. It's got these long, it's probably about four, three or four, uh, it's no more than that, four or five different little pincer-like things. And each of them has, it's almost like a fang or tooth on its anus. And it is just getting coated in this ooze. And each one of them is a good three feet long. And uh, it's nasty. It's like... It's like part earthworm, part bumblebee. Or not bumblebee, uh, regular wasp. Like, it's just nasty. It's this nasty-looking stinger-like mouth anus. Because that's the quality programming you can expect here at SideQuest Live. Hey, things have anuses. That's all there is to it. Everybody's, Everybody's got an asshole. I'm just saying. Well, some people don't. Well, that's true. Some people have yeah. to. Some people have to get them stitched up. It, yeah, yeah, that's true. Our hearts go out to you if that, if that is somebody. So, Jay, that is your your action, your movement. Um, you do have a bonus. I would just like to maybe search far down the other end of the tunnel as possible. I'm just sure. Maybe uh, I'm just kind of trying to look for you know. I'm wondering if she could be like a mother defending eggs or anything like Ooh. that. So I'm just trying. To... Plot point. Um, sure. I mean, <laughs> I think Jay I just made that. things a lot worse for all of you. All right, so you turn and f- show your torch down the other way, and as far as the torchlight sees, the tunnel continues, but on a more downward angle. You see, um, along the way, the glittering little white nodules kind of edged into the sides of the rock, uh, just on the flickering edge of torchlight, and uh. Um, yeah, there's also another, like, you, you see these, now, these little flickering, uh, in the flickering light, you see these, these egg sacs that are just probably about a foot long and about half a foot wide that have just been doubled out behind it and in a small burst behind, uh, probably about just on the edge of torchlight for like 40 feet away, uh, the other way descending down on probably a good 45 degree, uh, not 45 degree angle, but like probably a good, good size angle on it in the tunnel. You know, there's some black market connection that's going to pay top dollar for that. Like there, you, there's gotta be some weird usage of something like that. Oh yeah, absolutely. And in fact, of all the people here, Jimmy Fresh would know. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, he knows. 
Absolutely. Yes, All right, Jimmy is the you I was referring to. Absolutely. So while Jimmy's doing this, uh, meanwhile, up top, this massive creature seems to be steady for a moment, just kind of <clears throat> pulsing out with its tentacles, and then it, it kind of rears its head up <laughs> and just um, it, it attacks as it suddenly moves, lurching forward out of the hole by a good 20, 20 30 feet in your direction. Uh, so it is getting closer. Elias, it is it is like 10 feet away from you now. And you're just like, um, and uh, empty, not too far behind. Okay. <clears throat> uh, it is going to make a series of attacks. So I'm going to roll these here yeah. if you don't mind, uh, just because it'll work a little faster. Uh, so mm -hmm. uh, one of the tentacle-like tongues. Sorry, go ahead. I don't think I'm there because I blinked on the surprise round. That's true. So in that exact moment, it pulls towards you and you go, boop out of existence just hand waving uh so actually empty wisdom and uh hilda and lesseren are the closest to this thing so empty wisdom it takes a tentacle lurching out towards you now you've been in a bit of a tell us well you tell us why have you been so quiet since you joined well, I mean, I was going to start my term by asking you basically the same question. I mean, I, I make the decision, sure, but what have we seen from Empty Wisdom, right? Have they just been kind of following behind in a daze? Have they been being dragged forward by, like, Hilda? Or, like, like what 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 did I... What did, what did we see from me last session? I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> so last session, Empty Wisdom was suddenly very quiet after having assumed this astral form to defend against the very face of some creature that was attacking uh, poor Elias. And you'd managed to punch it, make actual contact with your astral self with this being. And in that moment, yeah. you go ahead and do an insight check for me retroactively. Sure. Because time is my... Yeah, I don't want to waste too much time on my turn. But, I mean, it's not even my turn yet. What am I talking about? But yeah, I imagine that we saw me at the end of the last time I was here. That is a 13... 28 if you want to give me advantage. Um... <laughs> Fortunately, I, there's no real reason. Unless you can think of a reason to give you advantage. There's no real reason. So it depends. I do actually have advantage when I have my astral mask active. Okay. But I, if it I, had I, disactivated I, by no. the time this check it was still, went by, then it I was wouldn't. still in. So go ahead. I actually and, forgot about that. Glad I remembered. Yeah. So that's yeah. a not twenty for twenty-eight. Nice. How long does Dang. the mask actually stay there? The mask is there for ten minutes. So uh, if you have the entire time, it. my idea. Yeah, I don't have it now, but like this is retroactive, right? Oh, the retro. idea would oh, okay. have been that. Um, I would have dropped it after it had dissipated, um, just narratively, because I wanted to sort of, like, collapse into. Yeah. You know. And this is probably why say, it collapsed. A semi. Oh, yeah. So, Darcy, you have been in, uh, I'm sorry, Empty has been walking in a, uh, a rather numb state, having encountered this being in the bar, and trying to make sense of the oldest creature this, these are things that they make children's stories about. This is, that was a creature that normally harvests the living and brings them by virtue of 
the death goddess onwards to wherever they need to be. They are the harvesters. They are the grim reapers. Right. They're not supposed to take sides. They take lives when it is time. You know, in a moment, in that contact, number one, you know what it was. And with a nat 20, you know that it was not Elias's time. That thing was there with a purpose. And it, there's this strange knowledge you have, having connected with your soul to it very briefly and driving it away. Mm -hmm. okay. It was not there for Elias. It was there... It was there not to take. You don't think. Maybe. It was not there for Elias. It was there for someone else. They and just saw something they weren't supposed to see. Elias. Yeah, he got in the way. That makes sense. And then, as you left the bar and your your kind of new companions, Lesserin kind of speaking to you quietly in, in Draconic. By the way, does Wisdom, uh, Empty Wisdom speak Draconic? Uh, I think I did take Draconic because it was the most obviously nice. useful language, but I, yeah. I have like two unclaimed languages because sure. I was like, I don't care. So <laughs> this is one of the reasons Lesser and the, the uh, lizard folk and you have been getting along pretty good is right. um, yeah. is you've been chatting in Draconic. So Lesser kind of came over and was like, are you okay? You were fighting something. And so you had that chat outside the bar and after a few minutes of kind of consoling and everybody's kind of coming together introducing themselves jimmy fresh came up and introduced himself trying to explain um elias I kind of like the idea that i kind of like the idea that i haven't actually been taking in sort of like inside yeah. at all right like yeah. western's like are you okay and i i basically was just like mm, yeah, exactly how right like not all actual of a sudden, all of a sudden things these crystal. people show up and are like hey you know we're gonna take you somewhere safe or whatever i don't know i don't know what yeah. happened I just sort of got swept up in it and kept going, and I don't like. You almost I think don't there's know this moment, right, where we we get here, we're in the swamp. I don't know exactly what's going on, and then this bolt of lightning drops, yeah, right, and I and just like snap awake, like now, where am I? What is going on? Here, uh, there's one last thing with that nat twenty, and you've Please. been thinking about it, kind of looping, and and you're right, the, right. the lightning bolt kind of snaps you out of it. Just yeah. before this group left the inn and to go to Elias's grandmother's, who was charming, by the way, um, a little hot under the britches, uh, under, under the under the hood for for Gex. But besides that, um, um, sorry, I, I, I'm speaking on behalf of your your grandmother, Elias. Maybe maybe she's just charming that way for everyone. Go ahead. Anyway, um, just as they were leaving the inn, out walked this half-elf in plate mail. You briefly saw him in the inn, and as he walked forward, it was like these tendrils of black cloak in the in the ethereal astral plane. You get a s snapshot of it in your mind. Clinging to him ever so slightly, that reaper, the reason it was in that bar was for him. That's who I was going for, okay. For Talithar. So that's just kind of like imprinted in my mind, but like, I don't know what For to do whatever reason. That's not useful right now. That's just no. in there. Okay. Um, so anyway, <clears throat> the lightning crashes 
you're you're in this, this moment again, lunges. and this massive thing lunges at you. And what's your AC? I believe it's sixteen because I've got the bonus from my wisdom. Uh, yeah, Dex plus wisdom. That's monks. Yeah. Uh, so that's a twenty. Uh, twenty hits. Uh, a thirteen does not. So two of its long tentacle tongues lash out and try to get you, and one of them makes contact with you. Uh, You need to do a uh, strength saving throw, please. Okay. Uh, This is a thing. Oh, I'm proficient in that. Monks are weird. Oh, I got nat three. I mean, a nat one. Sorry. Yeah, let's go. You take two points of bludgeoning damage, immediately followed by this strange numbing sensation um and so you're gonna take five points of poison damage this is way less damage than i was expecting mm-hmm. oh, it's, it's all right it, great and you are grappled and it immediately mm-hmm. is going to spend one of its turns instead of an attack pulling you in back oh, towards its mouth this is great thank um, you todd you move what is it 15 feet yep 15 feet 5, 10, 15. So you are right at the base of this thing. Um, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. ah, being dragged oh. in by this nasty thing. Uh, all right. Mm-hmm. That's it so far for that. Uh, it then also is going to send one of its, one of its other tongues, because it's got four. Um, it's going to send one out towards uh, Lesren, the lizard folk you're supposed to be protecting. Let's see if it gets them. Ooh, it... Le- does not roll that well, only a five. So Lesrin uh, manages to step aside and you not today, hell one. But in Draconic, so the rest of you are just like, what the heck is that? All right, coming up next. I heard that. Oh, nice. All right, coming up next, Talathar. On deck. Okay. I would have understood him, Todd. Nice. I do believe I'm on my... I said I was on deck. Oh, sorry. Uh... Uh, Yeah, empty. I forgot it was... Then uh, we did a, t- a thing. I forgot you have a turn still. Go ahead. Right. Yeah, it seemed like my turn, but yeah. Empty yeah, that time. Well, it's sort of perfect being dragged forward because okay, let me just do this. So I get like sort of just waking up. Like, what is actually going on? I see this thing lunges forward, grabs me. You know, baby scream. You know, it's a thing I've been doing. Get dragged and sort of like it's. I don't know how quickly it's like sucking me directly into its mouth, but it starts dragging me forward. Maybe I have a moment of clarity looking over. It's like, oh, oh, uh, and then once again, just snap, eyes go white, and this like spectral, um, like crisscrossing branches and thorny, yes, branches, um, crisscrossing branches across the face, thorny branches from my shoulders. Um, those are gonna pop out, and last time, I sort of forgot about this part, but it also wasn't relevant. Uh, I have a pop-in when I turn this on. So this cost me, I believe, two key points. One for the mask, one for the arms. I don't really need the mask, but hey, if you're gonna do it, you might as well go all the way, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that is a bonus action, I believe. And it pops in as a deck save, where everything around me in, like, ten feet, which is just it, uh, will take... Um, yeah, because Elias isn't currently it's not, here. Okay. It might uh, be. I think it, I think it's things of my choice anyway, but yeah. Okay. yeah so it's Dex basically, save. it's I roll. It fails. It, great. So we will do I have rolled like four fives in a row. I should switch to the virtual. Dex. So that's seven force damage. 
And I imagine there's this situation where I'm like, oh no, like it just completely don't know what's going on. Suddenly everything's terrible. Then the white eyes go across my face and I'm just idiot child. And after the astral form manifests, it just once again strikes into it. And I will just double check. I think I... I can't flurry blows because that's I use my bonus action to manifest everything. Yeah, but I these astral arm slash branches yeah. trying to slam it. It'll just be just roll. be one attack with my magic punch. Uh, that's only an eleven. Uh, unfortunately, you get two attacks. You do... As a monk. Well, I use my bonus action already. Yeah. No, you get two attacks. You have an extra attack. You're a monk. As a monk of this you level, level eight. Yes. Good call. Oh, I think I missed that last time. Sweet. Thank you. Let's go again. Ooh, 27. 27 hits. The first one poof, into its thick rubbery hide. The next one, you just kind of find this spot like bam, and you hit something something inside. Like maybe it's an organ or something. I didn't strike. Right. <laughs> we see the like astral arm like basically go through and like lash through something basically. Nice. Um, just within push. as it comes out the other side. Yeah. Six. Um, so that's six force damage. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Stunning strike. Um, I could. Yeah. It's it's gonna serve it's gonna pass the con save, right? Like this is if he rolls a five. <laughs> I keep rolling I five. You do what um, you want, Darcy. I'm just trying to help. I appreciate it. I would have forgotten. Thank you. No, I'm happy to wait on that. Alright. I'm Coming a little low on key points because I didn't no get worries. to recover between the last this and the last oh, fight. You would have had a short rest if that helps you. Wow, it's almost like I asked you this at the beginning of the session. Oh, we did We did have a short rest. <laughs> yeah. We did have a short rest, by the way, when we were at the A. Uh, at All right, Eli, cool. I yes, Grill, let's go, for, let's go for the stunning strike. All so right. that'll put me down Can't to save? five key points. All right. right. Yeah, Can't Can't save. Save. Um, Oh, Ooh, dang, I don't let you know what It wasn't a five. Is. It was a six, <laughs> but that uh, brings it to what? a 17. Eight plus proficiency and stuff. Yeah. That's oh, wait, very high. 17 con save? Yeah. I think that passes yeah i've yeah. got so it's not 16 yeah. i forgot to calculate that i think it's 16 that i have okay well if it changes yeah, let me know works. coming up next yeah so empty that's nice. you uh talithar then elias well, i think i'm actually on my warhorse when i use the bonus round or whatever you were and i we have a telepathic link so i see what happens the thing coming in grabbing uh the girl and so i have my shield and sword um, and I'll, I'm going to charge forward. And when, when I do, I'm just going to say, it's got the girl. We need to stop it or it will be full of wisdom. And at that point, as you're saying, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Um, <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> no, I'm just going to go forward. I'm just going to go like, uh, do, 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 do. Because it has a movement of 60. Oh, yeah. So I want to circle it. But I want to be within 10 feet of empty, so now she has my aura. Sure. Cool. Oh, sure. Cool. So you Thanks. go charging up the left side there, kind of around a tree, and then your steed, knowing exactly what to do and where to step. You've trained for this. What do you want to do now? So I'm going to bonus action Thunderous Smite. Nice. So I'll cast that, and I'm going to attack. Almost taking inspiration from Machina's lightning cloud uh, raging above, just ready to strike again. You summon it and go ahead and roll. Yeah. Uh, 
actually just for like the D&D like freaking metal flavor you raise your blade up the the dragon scales on the hilt and the sides of it glowing in the dark as light as a lightning bolt from above goes strikes the end of your blade charging it as uh, uh, it's a one two combination and as such because I think it's freaking awesome uh, it dovetails nicely with the Sheena um, I'm going to say you get a d6 inspiration because it just dovetails so nicely with the Sheena so you can use that whenever you need to Okay, I, won't, I don't think I need to use that this time around. Um, so for my two strikes, I rolled a 27. Each. You rolled two 19s again. Everybody count the 19s. Dear God. All right. There, it's there. Somehow, I, it's hard to describe this. You managed barely to hit it with 27. No, I'm kidding. You, you, of course you get it. Slamming into okay. it. Roll for damage. Uh, so roll for damage. First attack. We'll do the thunderous smite one day. Oh, of course you do. So roll twenty eight plus seven plus the thunder damage. I think it's two d six. That sounds about right. Yep. So it, the first attack does fifteen damage, and it has to do if it is a creature, it has to do a straight saving throw or be oh. pushed ten feet away and knocked prone. Oh my gosh, my dice hate me tonight. I just rolled a two. This is ridiculous. This is apparently how tonight is going to go. All right, so you managed to hit it for uh, and the strength? 15 okay, so damage. 11, and it gets attack. pushed, which means... 11? Oh, DC's um, It means as it is shoved back. It's, it's not that it gets pushed out of the hole. It's that the head has come far enough out of the hole. You hit it hard enough that it goes back flopping the other way, like... Like one of those um, little floppy guys that stand outside of like a t car tire shop. You know what I mean? Anyway, so its head rocks back uh, as you smash this thing. For how much damage again total? 15 was the first attack. Ooh, all right. Keep going. Uh, oh. Second uh, second attack already hit. I'm going to move forward to close the distance. All right. So you shove this thing, and empty is dropped behind uh, as yeah, it retreats. Uh, but so I'm kind of moving happens. out in front. You go charging oh, okay. after it, and its head flops back and hits the ground on the other side, and you, you see it pulsing and writhing in, in half out of this hole. And then at the very tip of it, you see this bulge is like... <laughs> and on the far side, on the opposite side of it, you see it leave this pile of refuse and there's old bones and just icker like muck and like earth that it's chewed up and the last thing it ate for lunch uh, and then the last thing that it ate for lunch gets to its fucking feet just dripping and just in the darkness with the lightning flashing all around you see a likely really pissed off dwarf welcome to the table matt welcome roll initiative <laughs> yeah roll initiative uh i should roll in roll 20 or on the D, &D beyond uh wherever you want we trust on your you. table just we trust we trust okay fine well we have a second um yep. Did I get dropped? Because I think it has a reach of 10, right? So it would still be able to hold on with me, even though if it got knocked away? Uh, no, it got... 
it, it I'm saying that it dropped you in the in that effect. So you're still in the same square cool. where you left, and it is flopped out the other way. Great. Okay. So I'm slowly getting to my feet. I'm very distracted by the fact I'm covered in gross stuff. I'm kind of wiping it off my face, off my shoulder pads, and uh, I rolled a two with a minus one, so I've got a one for an initiative this room. Oh, that's perfect. So you actually do get to go. You want low. In this case. Um, and Matt, you go ahead and describe us, including your character name, if you don't mind. So I am Balin of the clan Iron Eater. Uh, I've got a big red beard that's kind of been braided into, into knots with some bits of metal and whatnot to put in there to kind of bind it together and make it a bit more manageable. Because without that, it'd probably be big and bushy and just cover my entire chest. Oh, and right now it is slicked almost flat against your chest. Yeah, it's, it's, just it's nasty. pretty gross right now. It's mm-hmm. covered with gross things and little bits of rock and just, just it's not pretty. Um, normally my armor would be all nice and shiny and polished, you know, and covered with nice little designs. You know, it like clearly polished. had a lot of uh, effort put into its craft. Uh, but right now you can't see any of that. It's 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 gross and slimy, and uh, I look like I just crawled out of the scrapyard. So. Absolutely. And um, do you, for, for our sake, um, not for the people who just met you, well, I'll put it in later. Class, we'll see what... You're just dwarf right now. You're just... You're just regurgitated dwarf. Yeah, I'm wearing Your a big armor, of metal armor. I've got uh, like a circlet on my head. Uh, I think oh. I changed my profile picture also. here to what he what he looks like. <laughs> here's here's one problem though. Um, you currently, uh, let's see, let's see where are we at. Um, you are 21 points of damage down, good sir, Matt, and your armor. Um, although probably not permanently damaged, is currently pocked and pitted with some of the clothing and the cloak. Um, hope, well, thankfully, your cloak took the bulk of the damage of the as- acidic nature of the bile, but you have 21 points of acid damage. That's your starting spot, and your cloak is okay. almost completely rotted off you, unless it's magical. No, no, but I uh, I do know mending is a cantrip, so... That could definitely come in handy later. (laughs) All right. If there is a later, speaking of which, uh, let's roll for damage on the second attack. Yeah, go for it. All right. (laughs) Way back then. How'd you do there, Gordon? Uh, Just want to make sure I got the the number right. Absolutely. Nine. Nine points of damage. That is not too shabby. Not too shabby. 24 total. All right. Got it. Okay. Thank you. That's your turn as Talithar is just leading the way, slashing into this. His horse charging forward and the regurgitated dwarf taking up the back of there. Um, If you want to drop an icon, I don't even know if you have an icon there, uh, Matt. So for now, we'll just do this. And put your name on it. I can, uh, I can give you a teeny tiny version of the, the picture here if you want to. Sure, I'll throw that in a break. But uh, at least you can see roughly where you are. You're kind of on the far side of the worm there. Okay, coming up next. Elias, followed on deck, is is Matt. So take it away, uh, Elias. What do you want to do? Cool. Elias is... Oh, that's the ruler. Um, Elias is going to pop up from his blink back here because that's too close. Okay. Uh, and then he's going to move 30 feet away. 
So that would be... That's nope. a smart wizard right there. Uh, actually, I'm going to get you to do a dexterity saving throw there, Elias. Sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, where's my marker? You have advantage on this, I'll say. Okay. It will all become uh, clear why in a moment. All right, 16. You're fine. So as you pop into existence from the ethereal plane, um, your feet kind of hit the swamp again, and one of the feet kind of starts to slip and slide downwards as the edge of that pit that you're on that Jimmy went down um, starts to slide down and away and give way, so the hole actually gets a little bit bigger, and you quickly step back before it, before you end up falling into the hole. All right, keep going. Okay. What do you want to do? Uh, yeah, he's gonna run thirty feet this way. So, do I have to do any more deck saving throws to run uh, away? Not or? right now. No, you're good. So you know where the okay. hole is now, and it actually you amongst. All the people, you're probably the only one who noticed that there's a flickering light down there now. Uh, very kind of hard to see, but you you pick up the little flicker of torchlight from within the hole. So you know somebody is down there. Okay. Cool. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to cast Ray of Frost now. Nice. 22. Uh, th that hits. It. Yeah, yeah. Roll damage. It's this ice... It's the side of it and kind of there we go That's instantly right. freezes two damage two damage uh it's thick yep. rubbery hide taking some damage from that but not not too much uh i believe though Does, Ray of frost um, has another effect though yep he's uh speed is reduced by 10 feet nice that's good news Does Ray of frost get an extra damage die when you hit a certain level because most no. cantrips do oh that's cantrip, yeah. right yeah, yeah Ray of frost true. doesn't do Oh, that's surprising. At least it should not be two D8s, I believe. At this, level. I would think so. I would be that's very surprised. Could yeah. roll another D8. Um, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> cool. It'd be like a fighter three. never upgrading. All right, it's three more. That was a D6. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's true. Reroll oh, again. Yes, it was. Thank yeah, you. the spell's damage increases by one D8 when you reach fifth, and again at eleventh. So two D8 is correct. Six more points of so damage. Six instead of... Yeah, 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 yeah. So a total of cool. eight damage. Nice, nice. Uh, it definitely hits. You see the frosted edge of it. And that part of the worm must have been vital for moving because it's now slowed by 10 um, somehow. Cool. <laughs> All right. Coming up next. And I'm out of there again. Oh, yeah. You, oh, you, the blink roll came up? Yep. All right. I'm just going to give you a little icon if I can. Can I grab you? Um, I'm just going to give you a little icon to remind me that you are not currently there. Okay. Uh, all right. Lesrin turns and uh, looks down after Jimmy. And... Jimmy, do you speak Draconic? Do. All right. You hear the lizard man from above. You had a chat with him earlier. He's like, are you okay down there? And you hear Hilda be like, yeah, are you all? Jimmy, you okay? Yeah, she's a mama, so she's going to be real pissed off. You all hear that. Um, all right, so Hilda and Lesrin begin to kind of grab the rope. Um, Gex, you said you tied that off, right? All right, I think you're muted, mm -hmm. but anyway. Uh, so, yeah, they grab the rope and begin to kind of 
climb down. So that's what they're those two are doing. Coming up next, it's been a bad day. Uh, how you came to be in the swamp, we won't know. But we do know that the regurgitated dwarf is none too happy. Matt, what do you want to do? Oh, I'm definitely swearing to myself in Dwarven. Probably loud enough everybody can hear. Uh, you know, so what what kind of day is this? You know, come come out here looking for some nice rocks and this is how it ends up. Uh, <laughs> I assume if my armor's taken acid damage, my hammer's probably been destroyed. But that's okay. No, no. It, I, the uh, metal is resistant. It was mostly your cloak. No, no, my, my hammer's made out of stone, but it's alright because I'm going to cast Fabricate. Nice. And I want to pull a hammer out of the ground oh, and wield it. badass. Nice. Okay, you've got a brand... The, the stone kind of flows in and the mud uh, flows into the holes that were pitted by that acid and just reforges uh, this, this hammer for you on the same shafts you had before and you raise it up ready to battle. <sighs> Flick off some of the ick, like just gross mucus that's coating you and you're looking at this worm. Um, that's your action, I believe. What else, is there anything else you want to do? Uh, if I get a move, I'd probably just back up uh, 25 feet away from the thing, try to get a bit more distance from it. Sure thing. And as you do, it kind of senses the movement and turns its head and bumps into this tree that was next to it. It, it was already in a slightly different spot. And so the tree just starts to fall over. I need you to do a dexterity saving throw. Uh, 13. 13 is a fail. So you're going to take uh, tree damage. So I'm going to call that 2d6. Just grab another one here. Uh, oh, you got eight points of damage, of bludgeoning damage, and uh, are currently... Uh, do a strength saving throw for me, actually. There's one I'm good at. Hey, 21, all right. Okay, so... It hits you and does some damage as it knocks you as you're trying to get a uh, get a bit of distance. Uh, but it doesn't pin you down as you kind of shove this big thing out of the way. Hi, buddy. Thank you. Good night. Sorry, my uh, son just popped in there for a second. Uh, all right. So you managed to shove the tree off of you and, and get some distance from this creature. Uh, it will try one. Hold on. As its tentacle lashes out at you. Uh, Is that disadvantage? Oh, because it's prone. Honestly, it doesn't need it because I rolled a one and the, the disadvantage was a nine. So it lashes out at Matt and the tongue <laughs> and wraps itself around grappling the tree that you just shoved behind and it pulls in the tree to its mouth and being really close, it gets right to the mouth and it <laughs> it's just grabs this tree kind of blocking up its mouth temporarily as the tree, whole tree trunk, and I'm not talking a small tree, um, is now bending and creaking with the pressure of this tongue, and other tongues begin to wrap around and just pull on this tree. It is currently uh, gagged on a tree. Uh, that's the one. All right, coming up next, unless you, uh, I think that was your action, your move. Do you have a bonus action you want to do there, Matt? Bonus actions. If you want. Uh, I don't even know how that works. <laughs> no problem. Um, certain actions. Well, a lot of classes don't have any. Yeah. yeah. So just if your class gives them to you, great. If they don't. Yeah, I fine. probably don't think I have any. No problem. No. 
All right, so you just you kind of shake off some of the muck and get yourself up on your feet, and that'll be your turn. Okay, coming up next, top of the order. Get oh, actually, before that, um, I'm gonna say, uh, Jimmy, uh, kid Jimmy, you're the one who notices this first, followed by Hilda. Um, the worm underneath begins to pulsate and thrash from side to side down in the tunnel the whole place begins to shake and quake and you see that this flows of water becoming unstoppered from above the swamp is now perforated by various tunnels of this worm and it is shaking it and the muck and earth begins to shake and some of the tunnels begin to collapse down and that causes pressure in other areas and some of them begin to erupt uh, like little geysers up into the uh, up into the swamp above certain trees begin to fall in all different areas and other pitfalls begin to open i am going to say everybody please who's on the sur eh, no everybody do a dexterity saving throw for me as you are all thrown around this is a lair action is that for eli Q yeah. or uh not all on the of us plan. right yeah. everyone except elias because blink is the bomb. It's pretty good. 13. That's probably Ooh, a fail. That's the fail. Ashina fails with a 6. Gex succeeds with an 18. Ooh. Should, I should mention, uh, Darcy, that you don't have a 13. You have an 18. Ooh, nice. Thank so you have, you. sorry, not a 13. You have a plus 4. So 17. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. But so I fail. Plus, plus 4. For Darcy, let's see if that's the difference that makes a difference. That is a success, then. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, Isold manages to keep her footing as things begin to fall. One of the big trees next to Isold. Um, uh, sorry. Uh, Gex, the tree you're next to shakes and begins to lean at a, at a pretty extreme angle. Like, it's, you know, a 60-degree angle there from the 90. Um, but it manages to stay on. You steady yourself in the rope. You're like, whoa. Um, the uh, Isold, sorry, Isold, you managed to stay up, but you were beginning to take a step backwards from this creature thrashing around, and your heels find nothing as another uh, pit opens up behind you, um, like the one that the others are down in. So you can now see that there, uh, just behind you there. Um so you are on the edge of, a, of a, a pit that just opened up. You managed to just avoid. Uh, Hilda and Lesrin fall into the pit, just ass over tea kettle that they're with Jimmy. <laughs> they come sliding down the slope. Oh. Um, they don't actually land on you because you'd moved away, but they come through the hole that you came through. Uh, Ashina uh, failed. And so what happens is the tree in front of Ashina uh, falls right back at you. And just like with uh, our friend um, uh, Matt uh, Balin. Balin, uh, the tree hits you. Can I get you? Oh, you're going to take only five points of bludgeoning damage, Donnie. Um, but I need you to do a strength saving throw. Yeah, right. I got lucky. <laughs> we rolled an 18. The dice are with you. So you, the tree hits you and falls over. Uh, a big tree branch, but you you shrug it off and, and take a bit of damage, but you are not pinned down. Okay. And did anybody else fail? Oh, Talithar. Um, Talithar, you 
are doing great up there, but your horse, um, I'm going to say your horse stumbled and got thrown to the side uh, and so fell over and launching you and plate mail and all uh, ass over tea kettle off to your left. So you end up about five feet or eight feet to your left uh, <laughs> and prone, but uh, you don't actually take any damage uh, at that point. Uh, but you you did fall from your horse. Actually, yeah, I'm gonna roll falling damage because because it's sure. kind of soft ground though. So I'm gonna say half damage. So you take two points of bludgeoning damage there, Talithar, from falling off your horse. Your horse is fine though, other than being on its side. Did I miss anybody? Oh, 18, so I'm sure I'm good. Uh, what'd you get, Jay? Sorry. 19. 19. Oh, you're fine. You brace yourself against this side of the wall. Um, everything up there is swamp and mucky, but down here is actually a little bit more stable, although pretty freaking gross. There's a mucus slash poop pool kind of flowing past you down the middle of the tunnel. All right, that's everybody. I got a, a 12. Where did I end up? Oh, okay. So you um, actually, interestingly, you kind of stumble backwards and you end up uh, in a puddle that just keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper. I need you to, well, you failed the deck save, so you are currently in up to your waist in quicksand. So I'll just drag that over there. Oh, could this take it any worse? Yeah. Um, but you're not underneath yet. This, that depends on what happens next round. Okay, that's the lair action. Top of the order. Gex, on deck, Ashina. So this thing is retreating, or it's kind of staying still? It's staying put. Um, it got pushed back, but it's not retreating. Yeah, we'll see what happens on its turn. <laughs> yeah, I just wonder how much how much ground can I cover to get there? You're a rogue. You can bonus dash if you need to. True. Or whatever you want to do, man. Um. Yes, I think I'm going to bonus dash there and do a stabby spellcasty inflicty woundsy upon it. Nice. Okay, stabby. So you run forward at top speed through the muck. Um, as you're going, I need you to do a dexterity saving throw again. This is very uneasy terrain. It won't get uh, your advantage, though, because you're breaking stealth, huh? What's that? But he does have you, you and... Uh, well, you're sure, next but, to it, technically, so... But sure, you're, but... You're right, he won't get advantage on the attack. It, yeah. yeah. You, you'll get, your, you'll get your, your sneak attack because I'm next to you, but you're, you're in a position of stealth right now, just letting you know, so... Yeah, but when he was thinking, yeah, no, it, that's kind of what he was counting on was someone else being close to it. Um, yeah, so 18 on the decks. Um, okay, so yeah, so you sidestep any uh, nasty pool thing that is kind of opening up next to you. Yeah, uh, and so you are I'm right gonna... up in its grill. Go ahead and roll your attacks. Ooh. So, <clears throat> twenty-six on. That's a hit. The uh, sorry, twenty-four on the inflict wounds. Oh, nice. Um, all right, that that's contact. Go ahead and roll your damage. 
I'm trying to remember that spell. It's 3d, yeah, it's 3d10 damage. Oh, 10 plus 9 plus 6, 25. And then I use my bonus action to get there, so that kind of. Yeah, and you won't be you won't be able to use your sneak attack damage. But you did twenty five, so. Yeah. All right, I'll take twenty five. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's. that's you might want to shimmy like within ten feet of me, so you get the aura. Well, that was kind of what I was trying to do. You're right here, right? You, you are... used. He ran to where you used to be within ten, but you got thrown five. So, in a moment, you can sidestep. Well, I can't. I have no more movement left, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. All righty. It was either that or shooting with a bow from far away, and I'm like, ah, this will hurt more. Nice. Yeah. All righty. That's your turn. Thank you, Gex. Coming up next, Ashina, you have that one spell, your hand held up, holding that cloud above you, roiling with lightning. Uh, energy, or you can do something else. What do you want to do? Let's break it again. Nice. You climb out from underneath the tree limb and extend your fingers. Uh, I believe it's a deck save on its part. Dexterity is not really its strong suit. Uh, that that is, makes sense. Yeah. Not a dexterous worm. Uh, it That's a that's really full damage. Be. Go ahead and roll. There it Love is. Him. Nice. And, uh... Any other effects on that? Uh, no, you can just keep targeting it all day long. Yep. Yep. Just just oh. that. I want to see what I got. Black and fern marks. It's still looking really strong uh, there. You see this small blackened mark where the lightning hit it? It's taken some hits, but it's, it's pretty heavy... Heavy duty creature. You got your finger up. What do you what else you want to do? That was your action. As a bonus action, who's the one to the left of the worm? That's Talon. Yes, that one. How damaged is he? I've taken two points of damage. Um how much? I've taken two damage. Alright, who's the other one then? So you're looking um, for anybody who's injured. Can I get you what's your passive perception? 17. Okay, you did spot the regurgitated dwarf who was looking kind of rough. You made note of it as they made a hammer out of the earth in which they stuck this handle into and pulled it up ready for action, then immediately got flung and is up to their waist in sinking mud. Um, And they look kind of rough. I'll cast Healing Word. Let me see if I can find it on my spell listings here. You're going to have to get a little closer to... uh, to them by about it's 10 feet by closer. Sight. It's sight. Uh, it's 60 feet it's range. It's a bonus action. 60 feet range. So you're going to have to, It's. It's. you can still not go very far, but 10 feet up in order to be able to see uh, clearly enough and uh, get it to go off. All right. And it's 2d4? Sure. Nice. So go I ahead and roll. I want to cast that. Oh, total of well plus your Three wisdom. Points. 
plus your plus three. Oh, plus. Well, it's a wisdom of plus four. All nice. right, so it'll be seven. Nice, seven points of healing to you there, Balin. Some very welcome healing called down by a druid. I, I shout out a word of thanks to my, my new allies for uh, the, the assistance. Nice. All right, coming up next, it's turn. Okay, so this could be fun. Um, first of all, I hope that was in common because I didn't understand a word you said. <laughs> they don't appear to be. Uh, what? What? Uh, your character is an elf. Uh, no, mine is. Uh, Asha. What the hell? Asmar. That's right. Ashmar. Okay. I, yeah, I would shout out to you in common then. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So as you're doing that, this massive purple worm is like chewing on the tree that it has in its mouth. And eventually, it snaps and retreats in. Uh, and I'm going to say that that causes any attacks its turn to be disadvantage. So the tentacles lash out. One of them goes at Gex. Uh, does an 18 hit your AC there, Gex? All right, do a DC uh, 17 saving throw. Oh, and you also are going to take... Uh, Sorry, 12 points. Woof. 12 points of bludgeoning damage. Is this a strength saving throw or a deck saving throw? Uh, this is uh, actually, um, I would say either dex or strength. In the same way that you can choose to do athletics or uh, acrobatics. So either one. Checks out. I'm not adding my bonus, right? Uh, yeah, I? you get to whatever your save oh. says. Oh, yeah, sorry. In that case, it's uh, 22. Okay, so you manage, like, it hits you, you take 12 points of bludgeoning damage as it hits you. Well, bludgeoning and poison. It's about half and half as this kind of <laughs> sickening, like, uh, sensation seeps in through the bludgeoned area, uh, just making contact with them. It leaves this weird numbness on contact. Um, and numb and pain. It's the worst kind of. It's like the anti Advil. Um, anyway, um, so you manage to not get grappled. You fling it off before it can wrap around you. Coming up next, Talithar, you, you're going to get one. Uh, oh, that's going to hit. I rolled 17. So you take 12 points of bludgeoning damage, Talithar. I need you to do a dex or strength save, whichever one you prefer. Quick question. How many, how many rounds is in 10 minutes? That's a good question. Uh, with this many people? One. 60, I believe. 16. Oh, yeah. Oh, in game. Each round is... Yeah. It's 60. Each round is six seconds. Yeah. Nice. Talithar, you shrug it off with a 26. Um, so it does not grapple you, but you did take uh, six bludgeoning, six poison. Uh, coming up next, uh, it's going to go after Matt uh, Balan as a tentacle lashes out at you. You might actually want this to hit you. Um, at 50, uh, That's going to be 24 against your AC. Okay. I got an AC of 18. Okay, you take six points of bludgeoning and six points of poison damage. And I've got the advantage against poison. I don't know if that does anything here. Unfortunately, yeah, unless it's resistance. Um, but you know what? I, I believe it is both, if I recall correctly. 
dwarves, okay. I believe, have. Uh, so you're going to only blade. take. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. You know what? I'll I'll allow it anyway. You've been covered in this thing. Dwarves are resistant to poison. Yeah. So I think it's gonna... I think it's just save against poison yeah. and resistance against poison is what it says. Okay. You so you yeah. take resistance. half damage of the poison. So you only take three points of poison for a total of nine. And the other thing that happens is, um, if you want to, you can resist its t grappling by doing a dexterity save or a strength save. It's trying to grapple oh, you and pull strength. you in. You can also choose to fail. If you I'll do a bad hit. Uh, sorry, what was that, man? I got a 19. 19. Okay, so you failed it oh no you succeeded sorry 17 um so you have you managed to shrug off being grappled and and kind of pull away and then you realize oh you're now more like chest deep in this quicksand instead of waist deep at this point as you're sinking quick didn't think of that i'm a fighter i'm not gonna let this thing get me again uh yeah steve uh sorry i just noticed uh, Gex could have used evasion on that move if you want to use the reaction for it. Well, that's what I was going to do, but you had moved on too quick. So I was yeah, just I'm trying to keep things moving with this many people. Uh, Absolutely. Okay. Feel free to interrupt. Safe, right? yeah. I'm just going to okay. not mark the damage down. So yeah. continue. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it ends up being. Anyway, we'll keep going. All right. Yeah, I mean, it's so that's how you want to do it. Yeah. It could Empty, have been damage, right? and then you have to save. Empty. That is a 23 to hit your AC. Oh, good, it is coming at me. Yeah, that hits. Okay, uh, and do a dex or strength save, and you take 12 points of damage. Uh, yeah, I guess I can dex, sure. 12 points, you said? 12 points. Okay, six so and six. my dex save. Uh, dex save of 22? And you are within Talithar's range, uh, barely, I'll say. So let's say... Uh, uh, you uh, definitely succeed on the save and manage to sidestep the tentacle enough to not let it get caught. Yeah, it's got six attacks. Um, but it's not all at the front end. Yeah, we see empty, like, there was the shuddering of the earth, and she's just kind of, like, almost, like, floating above the, like, realms, like, gliding across it, just, like, sort of lifted by her astral self in a way nice I don't have, like just dragging hover or anything it's just no, no. the way Flavor. i sort of visualize it yeah. you mm -hmm. got one toe on the ground it's still contact mm -hmm. it's like ballerina toe just dragging all across i love it um yeah. meanwhile down below uh i'm gonna say hilda almost like her body is just being dragged around by this astral thing down in the tunnel below, Jimmy, you see the tail of this thing suddenly squirt out towards you, just extending probably a good 10 feet further than it has any right to be. You're like, oh, God. As it's like, pucker, uh, turns into kind of a stinger attack and hits Hilda uh, for, and she begins to, she cries out, and she needs to do a constitution saving throw. Um, I'll, I'll just roll for her. Somebody want to roll for Emily? Yeah. I don't know what her uh, bonus is. Right. Yeah, just we'll fly oh, for now. Hazel beat you to it, Jay. Uh, you know what? Okay. Do it. Do it both. It's it's poison. She has advantage anyway. I rolled you a four. four. So she a four would be and eight. an eight 
the dice have spoken. I'm sorry, Timely. Um, <clears throat> she probably have pretty good resistance to that. She takes 19 points of piercing damage as the two of the stingers dig into her, and then uh, she pulses in pain and cries out, ah, and falls down as she takes a whopping amount of poison damage. Thankfully, not as much um, as a normal person would, but a well, not that dwarves aren't normal, uh, but a human would, but a dwarf would have dwarf. taken some of that uh, away. All right. She is on her knees, but she's still breathing down there. But this, the danger is in the tunnel below as well. Coming up next, Izzled, and then on deck, Jimmy. Okay, so I'm going to run up uh, 25 feet. All right. Here, I believe that is gets me in range. Yeah, you're or 50 not. feet. I lied. No, I want to be within 30. Okay, you can make that. I am going to get you to do, do a deck save as you're walking past another section of uneasy terrain. Would I not avoid that or no? Because it works a little bit like traps. Um, okay. It's just a deck save uh, in certain areas. Yep. It's layer. It's part of its layer. Right. Um, all right. There's nothing to help you on this. So as you're going through the you, uh, I'll tell you what you I haven't done this one yet. I'm going to say you trip on a vine and you fall flat. That it's basically roots that got pulled up and you you end up falling prone. You're, you're not going to take damage or anything, but then you have to spend some of your movement getting back up. So I'm going to say you can only make another, what? What's half of your movement after that? Probably um, probably 10 or 15 feet at this point. I'm just double checking. I thought I had a thing that allowed me. Uh, um, okay, you spent 20 minutes to get up to get there. So. I, I'm going to say you can only get uh, another five feet from where you are. But you can do the diagonal if you want to, if that helps. Okay. I just need to get within 30 feet of it. Uh, that's as far as you can get. Stumbling in the muck. Oh, just within 30 feet of its face. Okay. So I'm going to then use my... Bonus action, I'm going to cast, well, it's not really casting. Um, I'm going to invoke my yeah. Blood Maledict. Ooh, nice. Uh, blood Curse of the Marked. Um, and I'm going to actually amplify it. Ooh. For four damage to nice. myself. And so, so how, what does that look like when you invoke this? I feel like you know how when I create my blood rite mm -hmm. uh, with my bow I kind of slash my hand on it I feel like I go deeper and harder when nice. I do that Nice, because right, I'm so amplifying you... the magic so you're just getting you back bad. up 
covered in muck and mud and you just grab your bow you use it to help you up and it just digs in your hand slides down the bow and it just leaves this smear of blood along the darkened wood and then you come up and ready to rock so that is a 23 to hit for That's the first hit. for the first one so i'm going to um just make sure I get all my damage proper. I got Absolutely. a lot of damage right now. That's the way to do it. Um, Jimmy, so you're on deck. For my, uh, and I'm also going to Brand of Castigation it. That's nice. just... Yeah. So it can't go anywhere where I can't find it. Uh, so for the first one... It's seven piercing plus two blood rights, so another three. Ten points. And, and then another hex. Oh, yeah. Fifteen. Ooh. Nice. All right. All right. And so that, then... That was with an arrow. It just goes... <laughs> in, not a... It, it, it's this dark red streak between the bow, as though it's got this trail behind it and these little particles the blood that was once in you the energy and magic of that trailing along behind just leaving this kind of mist as it falls below and the strikes hard and immediately you see these tendrils and black veins in the creature start to spread from this area um, in the, where the arrow struck it okay that's your turn Unfortunately, oh, it is my shot. turn because my second shot, unfortunately, was a nat one. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I need um, uh, Steve, Bella. Oh, these. sorry. Sorry. I also get uh, it takes an extra three damage. Okay. Uh, for my right focus, it's Hexblade. And so whenever I hit a creature um, with a blood curse, uh, or target it with a blood curse. My next attack uh, deals nice. an extra three damage. So absolutely, uh, Got eighteen it damage total. Um, I am going to say uh, Steve and Bella, rollies, please. I lost. <laughs> oh Steve. no, no you, you didn't. didn't. You won with a five, which is good news for you. What? So. Oh wait, no, Steve lost. No, Steve, Steve lost, lost. So that's not. So that's not good so news for him. So that's good news for him. Yeah. Uh, Is it? No. <laughs> I'm gonna say that's. Ah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna roll evens and odds here just to break it. I know it's it's weird. Okay. <sighs> Gex, you take eight points of arrow damage as you were shot in the left ass cheek. <laughs> Ow. Oh, no. You can use uh, Rogue's Evasion if you want to half that. Or not, yeah. Well, un Uncanny Dodge That's or Evasion can also... Uh... That's for leaving me in the bar! <laughs> uh... If you use it, you, like, if you use it, you can't use it when it attacks again, I think. No, I'm actually this time going to use Stone's Endurance because nice. I yeah. Reduce it by one D12 plus yeah, two. Yeah, do it. Okay. Some yeah. rock hard butt cheeks. But that's also going to use your reaction, though, right? So just yeah. be aware. He's he's pretty far. Oh, well, he's, yeah. One of them's reaction, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, go for it. What? If you want to, it's up to you. If it got him, if he got him in the ass, how in the hell did he see it coming? What was the? He's got very or... reactive butt cheeks. <laughs> um, just out of he farted at the same time, blew, blew yep. off course. Does, does he get my blood curse damage, or just my arrow damage? I'm gonna say arrow damage in this okay. case. Thank you. How much was the damage? Uh, ten. Eight. eight. Eight points of damage. Okay. So, so they were not the target of your blood curse. They, as it were. they were not. The creature was. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Jimmy. Hilda just got stung um, by that nasty creature down below. What do you want to do? Lesrin's yeah. there as well, trying to pull her to her feet. I'd like to... Uh... Could I lash that rope around the tail of the thing behind those teeth? Sure. Yeah. So I have like uh, I'm pretty good with knots, so I'm gonna give it the old butcher twine knot. So it's the kind of knot that the harder you pull, the tighter the knot gets. Absolutely. I'm gonna ask you to do a roping test. Uh, um, you can just do a de- dex attack, so it'll be the same as your regular attacks. Okay. Coolio, coolio. So, oh, just eight. Oh, this thing is pulsing and like shifting around. It's blindly seeking more targets. So it, you try to get it and it kind of retreats. And then, you know, Lesrin dragging Hilda down the way. And uh, she's like clutching at her side. She's swollen out where this thing stung her. It's like bulbous wound in her side. Uh, and unfortunately, with all this going on in a relatively narrow 10-foot tunnel. Um, you just can't manage to get the rope on this thing. Alright, you still... That, I'm yeah. going to count that as your... Uh, yeah, yeah, that'll be your action. You do have a bonus and that was technically an attack, so you could bonus action attack if you wanted to. Bonus action attack? Well... Uh... Or something else. Yeah. So what is the help action? Uh, it's given us advantage on the next thing that a, an ally does. Okay, okay. Well, I'm not going to worry about that right now. Um. Well, if you're giving me like another a chance at attack, I'd really sure. just do the same thing. It, it couldn't be the rope again, but you could jot a knife. You could just try to jab it with your knife. Okay. Um. Make it a roll. I'm going to try to jam it sort of at the root part of where one of those fangs are, that's going to kind of be my target. Like, right down, like, if it was a tooth, you, it would be, like, right in the sort of in the gum line and kind of gouging it's, down it's in that sort of It's the bamboo and the fingernail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of like that. I'm What I'm really trying to do is hopefully if there's some type of poison, like, uh, injecting venom tube in there, I would hope to sever that or in any way totally loosen that thing in yep. general. So hopefully Let's render it sort of useful. Go ahead and roll. I uh, rolled a 17, so that's 20 total. That's a hit. For the... And you yeah. can apply sneak attack damage, because in a weird, weirdest roundabout way, the world's weirdest flank, as it is from underneath, and the rest of you are in contact on the on the, on the the top, so you get to well, apply sneak attack. It could possibly sense I'm down there if it's sensing vibrations and it, whatnot. It definitely knows you're there. Yeah. Oh, totally. Its attention is split, and that is the point of uh, 
Metalithar, while this is going on, please roll a, a perception check for me. Perception check. Okay. Yeah. Just laying on your back or your side. I rolled like super duper shitty damage on the sneak attack, just to let you guys know. Ah. Seven. Ten damage total. Ten I rolled damage. three ones on a 46. Uh, yeah, that's yeah I didn't perceive bad. that very well, Todd. I rolled a nat one, so five. You got mud in your eye. You have to actually raise the helm so you can see. I don't have a helmet. It's gone. Oh, okay. Remember? Oh, that's right. That's right. But yeah, you, it's down you've here. got mud in it's your down eye. down here. I see it. Yeah. It's true. It's your helmet. It's down Jimmy here. I'll grab it. it on the way out. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Jimmy. Uh, and that's your turn, basically. If you move back, it, it will get I, an I opportunity just... attack. Pardon? Can I try to throw the helmet out of the hole? Oh, the the helmet? <laughs> uh, not this turn, yeah. unfortunately. Eh, sure, why the hell not? You can throw it. Yeah. You just scoop it up with your foot, catch it, and yeet it up the hole. All right. Just, uh, for, just for flavor, for comedic flavor. Absolutely. The helmet lands up above uh, somewhere. Okay, coming up next. After Jimmy, empty, and then on deck is Talithar. Go ahead, empty. And at the bottom of this round, we're going to take a break. Although... I mean, the way things are going, it might be the end of the game. Uh, just as a point of order, I'm just kind of curious. Um, last time, it went attacked like right before me. Is there a reason that's changed, or am I just DM not messed to know up? That? Yeah, and and if you want me to, I can give it some extra attacks. Oh, that's okay. That okay. that checks out. That makes okay. sense. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. own my mistakes. I'm okay with that. All right, so go ahead, Heck, Jim. Yeah. Uh, sorry, it empty was, you know, and then Talisar. A little slow to start the first turn, but now it's got on the ball. I understand. I understand. Uh, great. So, empty wisdom will, you know, sort of glide forward. And I'm just, I'm, I'm, why would I beat around the bush? Let's just lay into this thing. Spectral astral arms lash out. We will attack. We'll bonus flurry of blows. And we will attack. Nice. So let's. Let's do the These thing. Tree like um, limbs. First, first magic punch. Twenty-six. Hit. Nine damage. Nice. Second magic punch. Twenty-two. Hit. Six damage. Nice. Then flurry of blows is two more as a bonus action. Oh monks. Ten, Ten will miss, I missed. assume. Yep. Just glances off. Uh, and then 12 will probably also miss. It is true. So as you're just, these branches just digging into it, the two of them kind of miss in the flailing tentacles, uh, but the other two make purchase and do some damage. Nice. Uh, so I've like glided to... forward. Let me move myself a little bit closer. Sure. Uh, I don't need to be that close because the um, the astral arms actually give me reach. Um, Let's but I think so I'm just like in that yeah. weird dissimilar voice not extremely similar to Empty's normal speaking. Just, oh, you pitiful creature. <sighs> Why would you fight a battle like this? As if in answer. What's your passive perception, by the way, Empty? That's stupid. It's like 18 or something. I don't know. Uh, 18, yeah. Nice. Okay, so you get this. As you say that, there's another tentacle in its mouth that hasn't attacked. In fact, this one is different. 
The others come, come from deep in the tongue. And this tentacle comes from the roof of the mouth down. And it looks almost like you've seen trees where they've grafted a branch from another tree. This looks like that into the roof of its mouth. And this shorter tentacle is just dangling there. It's got this little bulbous thing on the end. And as you say that, it looks at you. It is a single grotesque eye stalk with blood red veins running throughout it. Uh, norm- uh, fairly black. Instead of where I, our eyes have the white, it's black, but this, you can see the reddish glow of the veins of the eye and a really bright Ooh. red uh, iris as it Does looks at you. Does this thing have a parasite? And you hear cool. it kind of gurgle and shudder. There's no language involved. Just this horrific Okay, that's your turn. Um, Talithar, Elias is on deck, followed by Matt. Talithar, what do you want to do? I'm going to stand up, wipe the mud a bit, and going to raise my sword up. And with uh, the voice, I'm going to cast Wrathful Smite as a bonus action. Nice. And I am now going to lay into it. Yeah, you are. Uh, so, first attack. Before we get too far, can I try and stun it again? I forgot. Sure. I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah. Oh, uh, go ahead. Make, save. Make, 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 that, make that con save. Yeah, it's, make uh, that con save. I did, uh, I did check. What's the DC? 16. It's 16. 16? Uh, sorry, buddy. Uh, it is a no, massive I'm not surprised. creature. Not surprised. It yep. gets plus 11, and I rolled a 10, so it's 21. It's, yeah, it's, it's a concept. It's, it's expected. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Talithar. I swing twice. First one, 15. Second one, 26. First one. You go to... The footing is wrong, and your horse is getting up, and you actually swerve the blade to avoid your horse as you're bringing it down. So you're like, oh, you kind of pull that punch just a little much, and, the, and it glances off the rubbery hide. The second one, though, you spin it around and plunge it in with a good solid hit with the 26. Go ahead and roll your damage. Hey. Uh. Oof. So it takes 16, and it has to do a wisdom saving throw or be frightened. Nice. DC 15. Ooh! That's a... That's going to be a 10, so it fails. It is frightened of you as it looks at you, and that little black and red eye inside its mouth, now that you're really close and you are you see it as well with empty, and it snaps towards you, and you just get this weird sensation, like you've been having these dreams lately. Ever since you got to this island, there was something in the water of that creature before you washed ashore that got into you, and and ever since then, you've been having these horrible dreams. You fluttering of ravens, these terrifying misty clouds kind of coalescing, strips of ripped fabric flapping nearby. And now you look in the eye stalk of this thing, 
and you get this shudder down your spine. And you remember that eye looking at you in your dreams. And you're just like, what? Um, but yeah, okay. Uh, so it is, but in return, you see this thing and you lock eyes with it. And you, when you, when you recognize it, it recognizes you and it does not like being seen. It is frightened. It's frightened, what, okay. What can happen, having been noticed? Okay, coming up next. Just so you know, its speed is reduced to zero. Thank you. Oh, nice. Yeah. I didn't realize that was part of it. Cool. All right. Because it's in now my aura of conquest. Nice. Okay, I'm going to hit it with a, a rope or something just to remind me. Elias, yep. you pop back into existence somewhere. Where do you want to be? Uh, quick question. If I were to attack it, do I get the flank advantage thing? Because Jimmy's still at the bottom, or no? Um, I mean, from where you are, uh, not in this case. Not for ranged, unfortunately. Okay. It, it allowed him to apply a sneak attack yeah. because he had allies in contact. But for range, that's just not going to work, unfortunately. Yeah. It shot. is frightening. Um, yeah. So, frightened, it gets disadvantage on ability rolls, right? Um, like saving throw? Disadvantage on attacks against that which is frightening it. Okay. Uh, I think it has. It's ability on ability checks and attack rolls. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's. Okay. So, dis yeah, yeah that, that sounds good. Okay. Uh, I should look up I'm my conditions. Go... <sighs> you know what? I'm just going to go. I'm going to cast Mind Spike at level four. Ooh. So that's a wisdom saving throw. All right. So the ability check but... thing doesn't hurt it, but that's okay. I've been rolling like oh, crap. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it doesn't have disadvantage on saving, just the ability yeah. check. So, oh, sorry. I Can oh. I change it up then? Yeah, you can <laughs> sorry. change it. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do Witch Bolt at level four then. So that's no. on me. Oh, oh. Okay, you get within range. You step up right next to where Isold is kind of half kneeling, aiming her bow, just blood streaming down one of her arms. You come up there and extend your hand and just go ahead and make your attack. That's a hit with 22. So the, uh, describe five. what your Witch Bolt looks like. Um. Eli, once again, is not a man of showmanship. He's very much, you know, get the job done. So he just kind of holds out his staff and he's just like, strike it! <coughs> uh, in a panic. And that's 5d12, I believe. Go ahead and roll it. Oh, no, 4. 4d12. 4d12. Purple? Purple. You said 4th level, right? Yeah. So that'll be 5d12. So oh. I think, isn't it? Yeah, it's 1 is 1. And then... Two, three, four. No, before D twelve. You're right. Yeah, You're right. Four, yeah. GMs can't think, cannot count. Still, okay. that's some heavy damage. Oh, Twenty nine. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that is that's a lot of damage. Okay. All right. Oh yeah. All right. This thing is just this arc, of, almost, almost like a plasma arc, like a welder just 
arcing into this thing, carving into it, and it's just... It's still up, but it is starting to look pretty damaged. Um, yeah, and, and, that, and that sustains. Go ahead. Uh, I'm out of there. I blinked out. I got 11. <laughs> okay. That's so interesting. I wonder how that interacts. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll decide that in a minute. All right, so you blink out, uh, and coming up next, Matt with uh, Balan. You're still kind of waist deep, or you know, chest deep in the muck. What do you want to do? Oh, I, I, I'm grateful for for the sand uh, washing a little bit of this off of me. And as a dwarf, I feel more comfortable in the earth as it is. Uh, I've got the spell Mold Earth. Uh, it can change things from difficult terrain to normal. Would that count for for quicksand? Yes, uh, although that would eat your action. So you wouldn't, unless you have a bonus action, you wouldn't be able to. I probably got to use an action to get out of there anyways, though, right? Yeah. Well, I'll let. I'll tell you what. You've been having a bad day. I, I will let you try to get out using your movement. You're going to be moving at half speed, and it will require a dexterity saving throw. But if you succeed, you don't need to eat your action climbing out of the of the uh, the quicksand. I'll give it a try. My dexterity is my worst ability, but I'll give it a try. That uh, fourteen. That's that that matches. So you manage. You're like starting to sink back, and then you you slow down and go slowly crawling forward. You grab tufts of graph to kind of pull, of grass to kind of pull yourself out and you use most of your movement uh or you get 25 movement and uh you used almost all of it i think you get like 10 more feet uh, uh which way would you like to go towards the creature or the opposite oh does the creature still have any of that log stuck in its mouth at all yeah yeah there's a couple of st almost sticking out like tusks a little bit. Okay. I, I, if I think I, if I use ten feet, I could get close enough to maybe do like a fifteen foot cone of burning hands into uh, onto that log there. Heck so I yeah. want to light that log and on fire. All right, so you can do nice. get to about here, and that'll put you within fifteen. Actually, yeah, about fifteen feet of its base hole. Go ahead, and uh, it's a deck save, right? Uh, that is not this thing's forte, and I keep rolling balls. Yeah, deck save. Man, you guys are so lucky. My oh, dice love you. That's a six. It fails. Full damage. Go ahead and, and apply. Apply damage. This bedraggled dwarf manages to pull themselves out of quicksand, stands up. <sighs> Both of their hands just lighting on fire, and this arc of flames engulfs this creature's face. Um, I'm going to say you do it... Well... I will ask you, there seems to be a shadowy, like, figure of a tall, tall, well, you got dwarven eyes. There's a half-giant, a goliath man standing right there near this thing's face. You can angle, it's such a big creature, you can angle it in such a way that it doesn't hit the man. Or, you could hit the man if you want to. I'm just, I'm just saying. If that's up to I'm, you. I'm man. not hitting any man's. My my main goal here is, uh, is I, I'm trying to light that stick in its mouth on fire because I, I got, a, I got a, a second move I can do once something's on fire. All right, so you managed to not burn Gex's face off. Everybody wants a piece of Gex tonight. Um. So, well, no, that was last I time. I might shout out a word of warning, like, uh, you know, on your left, you know, and, and then cast. Gex 
ducks out of the way. And if, if he had hair, it would have burned off a little bit. But fortunately, your beard gets a little singe. Just a little smidgy. All right. Uh, that is how much damage? Uh, eight. Eight points of fire. Okay, nice. You managed to get it into that next threshold, uh, which means it begins to pulse and vibrate and thrash in all directions, underground, above. The whole area begins to get torn up. There's now a visible line connecting where it's it popped out of the tunnel down to where it currently is. So the tunnel section all along here and all along here, all the way down where I'm drawing a good 15, 20 foot because it thrashes one way, then the next uh, as it churns up the earth. In fact, you see at this point uh, pretty far back, um, kind of right here, part of it burst up. You can see this arc of its back as it's... <laughs> thrust up and the earth falls away uh, I need everybody to do a dexterity saving throw go this is his lair action Except is it me. everybody on the line or just everybody uh, everybody around I'm going to say people in the line uh, do it with disadvantage well I rolled a one it doesn't get more disadvantage than that so Th that was Matt right now, you aren't in the yeah, line, yeah. but you do One fall. One zero. <laughs> nice. So you do fall, and in all the churning earth and slopping around, you fall backwards, back into the quicksand, right in head first, though. Like, you look, try to catch yourself, and you go head first in. So basically, your knees and your feet are sticking out, and you are face down in quicksand. All right, um... Uh, let's hear how everybody else did. Uh, let's start around the horn. Bella, or Izzled. At disadvantage, I got an 11. Okay, that's a fail. Uh, so you fall into the pit, taking, uh, that's going to be 15, it, it's softened, so you're going to take half of this, but you're going to take uh, 15 points of falling damage, half so that's going to be a little round down, say seven, seven points of bludgeoning falling damage as you fall into the pit that it leaves. That is no longer a tunnel. It is now a trench. Um, Elias, you aren't there, so you don't fall yet. But the ground you were just standing <laughs> on is no longer there. Uh, all right, let's keep going. Uh, empty wisdom. Um, I rolled a six. I think even with uh, Gordon's, that's... 10. So. 10 is a fail. So you fall yeah. in... Uh, um, actually, w what do you want? Do you want pit or tree? I'll let you decide. What do you mean by tree? Pit or tree. The worst game uh, ever. I'll choose, I'll choose to fall. Okay. You fall into the pit and uh, you take... Um, uh, you can do acrobatics for half if you like. I will use my reaction to slow fall. We nice. See me you don't take just... any damage. But once just... again, this astral body just like again, like guess technically my body doesn't is an astral. That's a separate level thing. Blah blah blah. The like mask and arms are sort of like falling slower than my body is, and it's like basically holding it so that it doesn't land nice. as hard as it otherwise would. Absolutely. So you you end up. It's in almost the like a separate entity. Yeah. 
And it's just kind of, you're, you're slowly drifting down as these things are grabbing the sides and easing your way down. Uh, and you are in, in the trench, but you are not hurt. Okay, uh, let's keep going down. Uh, Jimmy. Uh, 20. 20? With disadvantage. Nice. Even with disadvantage. It is thrashing it. left, right, and center. I'm going to ask you, sir, to egg or yeah. not to egg? I'll say to egg. Okay, so you in, you see these sides of the tunnel caving in and the opening and the top falling down, and you see part of the roof, a big chunk of root is holding this rock, and it gives way. The rock begins to fall, and you have a split-second decision. Do you want to grab one of these kind of pearlescent eggs or not? And you say yes. Yeah. So you yeah. dive, grab, and roll out of the way, and just clutching this foot-long, oblong, kind of larval sack egg type thing, and you scoot out of the way, saving the egg from certain doom. Okay. Uh, Lesran fails. <laughs> Bludgeoned by Roof, uh, and he actually is going to take, uh, let's say, uh, yeah, he takes some damage and is pinned to the ground for now. Same thing with Hilda, although he, Lesran covers up Hilda so she doesn't take much more beating. Um, okay, let's keep going around. Uh, Balin, we already dealt with you in the Nat 1, your face down in, in quicksand. Not the way up that is re recommended. Uh, Ashina, how did you do? Rolled an 8. Oh, that's not good. So, um, you, my good sir, or my good SMR, uh, madam, you get the tree. So that tree falls on you. I'm gonna say, uh... It was already down. Uh, another tree. It's just tree after tree. There's another one back there somewhere. <laughs> uh, you're going to take... You're going to take 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Do a, a dex or sa a strength saving throw for me. Up next, Gex, how'd you do? 18. 18. You nimbly, deftly dodge out of the way somehow. Um, honestly, the, the safest ground is it. So I'm going to say, well, I'll give you a choice. You can jump for like out of the trench or you can jump onto the worm. What's it going to be? I like the idea of jumping onto it. Nice. We're going to start a chant as a group. Okay, ready? Ready, everybody? Ride the worm. Ride the worm. Ride that worm. Ride that worm. Ride that worm. <laughs> all right so gex manages to hot foot it up onto the worm itself to avoid being crunched uh and elias you are deck saved nice so you don't get pinned by that tree you just took damage from it uh ashina uh elias you are points. not on this plane at this moment so you are just fine uh and talathar you roll the 20 uh again the trench is opening up around you, but you're off to the side, so you're not affected by that. You just step back a bit to avoid it, unless you too wish to ride that worm. It's up to you, Talithar. I'm not riding the worm. All right. You, you, I'm, I'm angry at the worm. Fair enough. You just brace yourself to stab the worm. Okay. That is the end of that round. We have not taken a break. I'm sorry. We went a little long here. Um, uh, I do want to keep going if people can go to midnight or possibly a little past midnight. 
Um, but I think we need a quick little break. So why don't we come back in, what do you think? 10 minutes? Five? Five? 10. Let's, let's do 10. People need 10. So go re refresh the bevies. Have a smoke. Our rear ends need to be, uh, watch yeah, out for them. just watch out for the teeth. Ah. All right. All right, Internet, we're going to go take a 10 minute break and we'll be back here to see what what they do with the worm after this. You have yourself a good time and we'll be back. Thanks. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I don't. I'm going to go ahead and mute myself so you don't hear me chewing. Appreciate it. The sound of chewing threatens you all. The machinations of the massive tooth lined chamber of its mouth undulating. You look at this worm, its mouth lined with massive bangs in all directions facing inwards. God help any creature that ends up inside. No. Heck, <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, I had something in my throat there. For... Welcome back, everybody. We're back from our break. Um, we're fighting a purple worm today. A purple worm with some extra shit. Because it's a homebrew game. And you're also up against something. Something nobody's seen before. But beginning to show its interest in parties. Some present. Some across this realm. On your secret mission, you're trying to find your way back to Tasvarel. Trying to get a ship. Jimmy says, I know a ship. I know, I know Smuggler's Cove. We can go there. And now you find yourselves in this godforsaken swamp, attacked, but harried by various monsters along the way. But the biggest, nastiest purple worm anyone's ever heard of is busy trying to chew on you and your friends. Now, let's dive back in. Top of the order. Gex. Well, being that Gex is on top of this giant thing, um, what do I do? He's going to do some attacking. Because that nice. would be fun. Stab an eight. Uh, taking both daggers, so going to attack, do a, two, two attacks here. Mostly for uh, the handholds. Let's see if you get him in. He's just like with the first one. First one's a 26. That's a hit. Mm, four. Sinks into the rubbery, pulsating, undulating flesh. It's hide is thick. Anyone, if, is any, if anyone's within a sneak attack radius, let me know. Oh, this is definitely a sneak attack. You have Talithar right next to it. Uh, the second one is, uh, what did I say the first one was? second one was 26, whatever the first one was. Nice. Both hit. Go ahead and apply oh. damage. And don't forget your sneak attack damage one time. Also for seven damage, so that's 14. And then the sneaky attacky damage is four uh, D6s. I just read it's chat. I, I approve there, Steve. I love those. And we'll keep going. So five... For another ten, and he's just up there stabbing. Take the swamp, they said. It'll be fun, they said. 
gotta go under the mountains! <laughs> Sorry, what's the total damage on that? 24. 24 no. points. Nice. All right. Oof. This is starting to add up. You can see this thing is ragged tears and it's flesh burn marks in, in several places. It's got a freaking chunk of tree in its gizzard, which is now burning like a torch. And it is still going. That little tiny eye stalk inside flicking back and forth, back and forth taking it all in as though desperate for every detail, every weakness, every strength that it can gather. Now, Ashina, you're next. Then something, then the worm. I'll level with you. It's, it's the worm. Uh, then Izzled. <laughs> I'm, I'm a peek behind the DM screen. Next save. Is that a concentration uh did he have to roll any concentration checks? Oh, uh, that's right. Oh, yes. Yes, please roll constitution. It's just 10 as your target. Yeah, you probably pass. It just... Constitute, where is it? Oh, my God. Con save? Yep. Ooh. Uh, I guess I broke. <laughs> oh, it happened at exactly the same time. <laughs> as you go to call for lightning and the tree is clobbed, like literally last second... One of the branches finally falls. You reach up. You're almost prone. You're just like calling to the sky for help. Ah! And pfft, a branch clobbers you. Uh, you know what? You know what? You know what, Donnie? Because you made choices and choices matter in this game. You roll that con save with advantage, my friend. Go ahead. Do it. Do it. And I'll explain why in a second. Do it. Hey, there. 17. Okay. It, so, you, the branch comes crashing down. You're like, no. And that little orb, that little bulbous balloon thing that was you, your little ally floats in between you and the falling branch and it gets hit on the way down and just, and the bulbous balloon bursts in this, in this sparkling oh blinding light of fire taking the hit giving you advantage as it gives you the help action you manage to keep your concentration the lightning bolt arcs down but in your moment of distress as you hear this creature um, and you see these sparks go in all direction and kind of hitting the swamp and something with a little bit of mass to it thumps to the ground um, in the mud puddle down about 10 feet to your left. Um, some It's not much bigger than the size of your hand, this dark shape. Uh, these little little sparks of different motes of light. Something fell out of this balloon as it burst. Um, in the meantime, you called down the lightning and the worm, the, the eyeball inside the roof of its mouth faces you. And it's suddenly, there's this weird, like, pulse of energy, and the whole worm shudders and moves at the just the last second. And so it's going to take half damage. It actually made it save. I rolled the 19. Um, so it's going to take half damage on your 13 points. So we're going to say that's, uh, that's going to be six points of damage of lightning, as the, most of the lightning bolt kind of arcs off and passed. I didn't roll damage. Oh, I thought that was you. 
No, it did automatically. It it, it is it it auto rolls. Yeah. I mean, oh, it auto like, rolls damage. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It said twelve. Well, take this. Or thirteen. All right. It takes ten <laughs> points instead. Yeah, that that's fine. I like it. I'll take it. I'll take it's it. It's consistent. That's what you did last time. Yep. Yeah, you didn't know. That's all good. All right. Okay. Next up. It. And at at the end of my turn, I'm going to bend over and pick that thing up. Okay, you rush over. You go and you scoop up. It's mostly a handful of mud when you do it. This thing is small, uh, about the size of your hand, maybe a little bit, little bit smaller. And it's um, it's blackened and curled tight, almost like a almost like a cinnamon bun that's been left in the oven too long. Uh, and but it, you just kinda, it's kind of squishy. You just get this oh. sense that this is very delicate, whatever the hell this is, and you kind of cradle it and try to protect it. It's just like it was before when I picked it up the first time. Okay, I'm confused. When I picked up that orb in the first place oh, from the yeah. plant, it yeah. was that way to begin with. That's right. But this is something that fell out from within, something that was contained within. But we'll come back to that in a little bit. All right, okay. next up, the worm is not happy. Psychic damage. <laughs> but it is frightened. And so it's rolling with disadvantage. So let's see how this it all takes shapes. Four, it takes four psychic damage at the start of its turn. But Ooh, by nice. The way. Nice. I forgot about that. Yeah. Thank you. Ooh, that runs it out nicely. 240. <laughs> all right, we're keeping track. All right, it is going, it is fed up. Um, so it's going to go after Talithar with one of the tentacles. Uh, oh. Ooh, it's got disadvantage, which is good because that negates the nat 20 I just rolled. So it's uh, 14. Does 14 hit your AC? Talithar. All right. Next up, uh, empty whiz. Uh, no, let's go with Gex. Gex. It's sensing you stabbing into it and it's going to try to get you with some tentacles. Uh, does a 16 hit your AC? Does not. Yeah. Oh, no. You're sidestepping. You're just a little left as the tongue blindly thrashes around for you. Okay, coming yeah. up next. Empty Wisdom. It's not even messing with the tentacles. It's going after you with its bite as the whole worm rises up and then plunges down upon you. Deep in the trench, but, you know. Love All right. Uh, with disadvantage, does 12 hit your AC? It does not. I have 16. You people are made of luck tonight. Ooh, that was the big one. That's the biggest. That was a surprisingly low roll for. Uh, well, for, it's yeah. rolling with disadvantage, disadvantage thanks to Talithar. It was. Yeah, it was a bit more like an 18. And, and by the way, Raffle Smart, fun fact you need an action to try to get rid of it. Oh. Burn its whole turn, man. That's awesome. So, yeah, that's on. That is a great spell. All right. Um, it is going to lunge forward. Because you all are nothing to it. So it lunges forward uh, to here. You're dragged along with it. Uh, Talithar, you sidestep so you don't get smushed. Um, it's going to extend a tentacle out towards... Um, you know what? It had zero movement. Oh, shoot. That is Zero movement, right. it can't move. It is pinned under rock and uh, rules. I know, it's brutal combo, huh? <laughs> That's a brutal fucking combo. Um, it's pinned under rock and rules. That's what that is. And uh, all right, it's so. Also well, dude, you're like seven feet, but it's like 
It's gargantuan. It's wearing you like a hat. All right. Um, all right. So it's going to, it cannot attack Izzled from there. It's just outside of her range. So it's going to instead send some more tentacles out. Uh, Matt, it's going to go after Bal and the dwarf buried ankle deep in the muck. Does 19 hit your AC? Ankle deep. Th- no, oh, it does. Or, yes, it does actually. Yeah, All that right. does hit me. I got eat. Do you choose to let it pull you, or are you going to take your chances with the? I mean, quick my head's in the sand. I don't yeah. think I have a choice. All right, so you don't. And you're going to choose to fail that save. Uh, so it is. It gets you. You take 12 points of bludgeoning and poison damage. So six and six. So six points bludgeoning, six points bl- poison. So you'll actually take nine points total because your poison's halved. So. And you are pulled 15 feet, One, 5, 10, 15. You're now dangling upside down next to Gex, the Goliath, who's clinging like two daggers to the side of this giant know. worm. All right, but you're not. You, yeah, you're can gonna... I reach out for a high five for riding the worm? Gex, the high five is offered. Do you accept? Oh, yeah, I request the highest of fives. <laughs> You reach up and 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 Balin, you got to do like a bit of a sit up to try to get that high, but you get it. All right. Uh, so that's four. Uh, so empty wisdom. It's just gonna try you again. This time with tentacles, with disadvantage. Great. Yeah, I probably should have like more described anyway what I was doing. Right. Like. Uh, it lunged down at me and just sort of again that like weird glidey movement that we've seen from her, where sort of the astral energies pulling her up and moving her side to side yeah I where her body is you... basically like limp being held by the the mask and arms you know i i just um, realized what this reminds me of it's like dr octopus where the arms move and then you move yeah largely i don't think i'm like walking with them they're actually more like hovering around me yeah, yeah. you're all encased in this astral uh yeah, yeah that's cool so anyway does 20 hit your ac it will all right 12 points of damage uh half of it bludgeoning half of it poison uh and then i need you to do a dex or strength save dc is 17 let me know if you pass and i think there's one last attack so it's going to go after gex who just damaged it with oh, uh, that is a 14 i am not close enough I'm, for the i'm gonna aura. take a picture of this that hits me yeah. yeah okay so you are grappled and it pulls you in towards its mouth uh let me just grab you here Five, ten, fifteen. Yeah. The years. like white glowing eyes have like like shifted to look directly into this weird thing that I saw earlier. So you're, I'm just you're like not... body limp, just like moving in towards it, like nice. confronting this thing almost. Yeah. And you are hovering right in the out opening of its mouth. All it has to do is close its mouth to get you uh, for a bite attack, but it hasn't actually done that yet. But you are grappled and you're pinned right at the entrance. Uh, and then, as these tentacles lash, last tentacles lash out at Gex, and I'm going to take a picture of this to prove that it's real. I rolled with, with, di- wait, this is with disadvantage, right? Yeah. I so rolled get a two nat twenties. Tw- that works. I rolled a nat twenty and a nat one. Ooh. You got the max spread. Max. Max spread. All right, um, wow. so, yep, that... Uh, Whenever I spread, I always try to do it to the max. <laughs> it's a good idea. Um, okay, I'm trying to think of the worst wow. possible thing this could thing, thing could grab onto. Um, You'd write that down as a future sponsor's idea. Max spread. 
All right. Uh, I'm going to say it's a, that... it's a dessert. Like it's a it's a sandwich topping. Max. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say this thing grabs hold. It grabs onto the burning log that <gasps> is in its mouth. Yes. All right. So it managed to spit out the log a little bit and it's just and it just wraps around the burning log and pulls it into its mouth, taking a D6 worth of fire damage. Four points. That's Seems that's legit. a thing. That's a, that just happened. All right. Whew. Did it just choke itself? <laughs> I mean, it can swallow that. It's just swallow the fact that. that it's on fire. Yeah, yeah, that it yeah. hurt. And it goes down, but it goes down hot. All right, coming up next, Isold. Jimmy's on deck. What do you want to do, Isold? You are okay. prone to start because you got tossed down that pit. Yeah, I'm gonna use my movement to try to get out. Okay. If I can do that. Uh, you're going to be going, it's difficult terrain, so half your movement to stand up and half your movement to uh, to climb, but you're, I'm going to get you to do an athletics check for me to see how well you climb the sides. Nine. Oh, so it's one of these where you're like, you climb it, you climb it, you get almost to the top, and you fall scrambling backwards, and you end up taking half damage on this, uh, bludgeoning, falling damage, rather. Uh, you take one point of ha falling damage as you, uh, you hit a root, and like that across your spine, like, oh, you'll feel that in the morning. All right, uh, so that's your movement. You're still at the bottom of the pit. So I can't see the creature from where oh, I am. Oh, you can right? definitely see this creature. It the pit is open. Oh, okay. It's now a trench and it is sticking up out of rubble. Technically you're standing just in front of its stinger. Uh so you can actually see the ass end of the creature, probably five, maybe ten feet away from you. Um but it's right. half buried in the rubble. So it when it right. moves you notice it, otherwise it kind of blends with the dirt. But then you see eventually the stalk of the worm kind of sticking out and fighting, battling your friends at the top of the uh, the ravine. I'll take it. All right, I'm going to use... Un so I did roll my con save uh, because my hex is a con, a Thank concentration. You. You're all such good players. Um, I had rolled it before. I rolled a seven and I've only got a modifier of two, so I failed so i've lost my hacks oh um, sometimes you lose your is. hex it is what it is all right well all right you sometimes can bring you if you want i'm to. gonna i'm going to no i'm not going to use it i'm going, I'm sure going to use fine. a um uh what happens? What? Oh, I might have fucked up last time. Oh, sorry. Messed up. I don't care. Last time. Um, it's after midnight. Oh All my right. god, I did mess up. That roll that I missed should have been an advantage. All right. I'll tell you what. Curse of the Mark, because I amplified I will let it, you but don't worry do about this it. Roll I messed with it advantage. up. Well, I'm I'm I will anyway because I have uh, I'm gonna use right. another blood curse of the marked 
Um, Go ahead. So and I'm gonna injure and I'm gonna amplify it. Yeah. Uh, ooh. Nice. You rolled a one on your one... self damage. Yeah. <laughs> There's. I've been rolling like almost. You rolled max, max earlier, or near max. Yeah. Yeah. Near max. So. Okay. Do you want to uh, aim for the tentacle? Like, uh, sorry, the, for the face or the sphincter? Sphincter. underground, ain't it? If I can see it. Wide. Yeah, if I can see What I can say it. is if you have the option, aim for the sphincter. There's no, I mean, I that's am. what you do. Yeah. So I have now. advantage. So 16. Um. Uh, Hold on. Let me see if there's anything that might affecting its AC. That is a leathery... Cheerio of... It is tough as nails, this sphincter. I'm sorry. It is super... That was hilarious because I saw the cat coming right behind you. I'm like, just missed. I'm sorry. That is one tough. I didn't see the damn cat because I was in another window trying to see something else. That scared the shit out of me. That's, That's why you bad. missed. That's why you that missed. That is why I missed because yep. a cat jumped out of Just a tree. random of cat out of nowhere. Jumps out of the, It's a swamp cat. Just jumps down, <laughs> scares the shit out of you, and runs away. That's exactly what happened. That is canon, and I will defend that to my dying day. All right, so the shot you know, goes by. You gotta embrace like random animals more often. Hell like, yeah! You know you're out, you're out in the wilderness. Yeah, it's gonna happen. There's a frog. The frog got in the way. You stepped on a frog. D and D. All right. Yeah. Uh, so, so the second one does hit. Yeah, it yeah. does with twenty three. So you managed to ping the second shot right in the butthole. All right, roll some damage. So that's uh, that is thirteen. 13 points of damage. Noise. Noise. All right. It is ticking up, folks. It is getting and places. This thing is starting to look a little rough. 3, 16. Oh, all 16 right. damage because I used a blood. That's uh, right. So three more. Oh, that gets it to a pretty nice little tipping point. Okay. Thank you very much. That is Izzel. Jimmy, what are you going to do? You're looking at this thing's sphincters eye to eye. <laughs> Eye to Captain Red Eye with his old. She's firing arrows down it. Eye to um, dump her. What are you gonna do? Uh, well, first I'm gonna stow that egg if I can in my pack. That's my merce. First thing, for sure. So, um, can I? Did I? How, how damaged was that tooth that I went after last time? It. It's. I want to try to. Again, and I want to try to tear it out. Nice. Go for it. Make your attack. Oh, I'm gonna get like just like, get over there. Actually, like grab onto it with like one hand, and then jab down in the root and be like, Ugh. ah, it's and, like dissection class in grade nine. Yeah. You're just like, take this worm. Uh, Make your let's roll. Let's see if I can. Uh, that is 19 total. That's a hit. All You're right, Ryan Ennard, go ahead and roll your damage with sneak attack because it is most definitely engaged, even though you're not near it. Oh, you had to move a little Seven. forward, by the way. 10, 11, 12, 13 damage. 
Alrighty. And you're rolling sneak attack. Yeah, just double checking. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Alright. It is looking pretty that That is one bleeding sphincter. As you pry at the... You're giving it a waked to root canal is what you're doing. On this mouth. Um, sure. Why the hell not? With this massive, like... And it's like... If a sphincter could... Well, I guess a sphincter can talk. So... As it's, it's like hissing, uh, as some it, like nasty juice escapes, uh, you pry at this one tooth and grab it and give it a yank back and forth and get the knife in behind and just pry at the base and it pops out. You've got yourself. Here, I'm like, only to find like, out that it's a hemorrhoid instead of a tooth. Donnie, is that a plot point? <laughs> yes all right so you're like it's it's it is a toothy hemorrhoid so as you burst it the base of it is just this pus filled blood filled sack that just goes all over all over everything within five feet so you are you're just like covered in ass blood I've already dug mud and everything else earlier, oh, so it's yeah. all good. I'll just close. Oh, I got in your mouth. I need you to do a constitution saving throw. Will do. Will do. And you can thank Donnie for the plot point. Uh, oh, shit. My dice fell. Hold on. <laughs> this is Everything hangs on this. All right, coming up next. Oh, I rolled a 19 anyway. 19, so I rolled a you're 19, just like, so you spit it out. You're just like, I've had worse. Oh, yeah, he's definitely had worse in his mouth before. And he remembers <laughs> back to a certain lady. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that, that took a turn. All right. So, interesting. Uh, All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to I'll use a bonus action just to sort of disengage and start to try to crawl my way up this rubbly hillside to try to get a scurry away sort of now i've got an sure. egg i've got a tooth uh i'm gonna I'll say use the get... tooth straight yeah, my way up yeah you're kind of climbing back this way torch in one hand dagger in another oh no tooth in one hand dagger in another you're climbing up the hill you get to the mm -hmm. almost to the crest is, of the hill is, on the left there's still like a is there still like a pussy sack attached to it all that's like still oh, yeah, there? Oh yeah, it's not just a clean thing. Like there's root to this, and there's like blood vessels still attached. It is just nasty, and you can still see it's still kind of pulsing. And there's this little sack that's pulsing yep. at the bottom end of it, and you see this stuff. Yeah, it's nasty. Yep. It's nasty. All right, uh, do yep. a athletics yep. check for me to see how far up the cliff you get, and then we're moving on to empty, and then towels on deck. We got eight minutes. You can do this, folks. You're close. I will give you that. You are uh, very close. Oh, I rolled a 16 that time. So a good nice. roll of 16. All right, Jimmy, you... Um, like, uh, it's yeah. the classic hand over the top of the cliff. <clears throat> You're just pulling yourself. Egg sack, icker, all that. You're up at the top. Coming up next. Empty. What are you, do what are you doing? You're in its freaking mouth. Yeah, we see Empty just, like, hoisted up by all of this stuff, you know, directly in front of this odd 
what appeared to empty as a emptyism as a like parasite maybe attached into the mouth i don't know if i can tell if that's what it is or not but that is it's something like that it is now you are an interesting thing aren't you um and i'm going to unleash my normal attacks but i am really trying to like the the branch astral branches just like are basically grasping at it and trying to dislodge it from the um nice the creature all right i'm gonna say let's do three of your attacks to soften it up and then one of your attacks is going to be a grapple attempt go ahead sure yeah all right it is rooted in there you can see these. That is a twelve. That is not gonna hit. You hit the rubbery inside of the of the mouth. And it just takes it. Second is a twenty-two. Twenty-two hits. You, you see that it shuddered to the left a little bit. Ten points. For nine damage. No, nine. It, it, it it's rolling an extra one because. Um, I'm gonna show that just the camera. It doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't know if I had um, crit or not. The way that this is. Um. Nine points of force. Nice. You're getting there. You're getting there. It's softening. It's weakening. You can see some of the blood vessels that are tying this eye stock weakening and beginning to dislodge some of the blackened veins that are pulsing up towards the top of this thing, weakening with it. Okay, keep going. Third attack. Third attack misses. Ten. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a hearty inside, and it's pulsing and writhing. All right. That grapple attempt. Grapple it. Get it. Alright, so I think this is just is this, this just the same rule? I'm not sure. So I'm using like my astral stuff to grapple. I think you can use wisdom as athletics instead of strength. I think it's still athletics though, yeah. I, I do athletics. get the yeah, yeah I do get the wisdom use... instead of strength, but so yeah. I don't have athletics as a benefit. <laughs> so it's It'd be this, it, it's this roll, but don't include my proficiency. Sure. So that is a 17. 17. I, I gotta honor the dice, otherwise the dice punish me. Um, you grab this thing and just like, and, and your astral form. Now, quick question for you, Empty. Do you grab it with your what physical is- self or your astral self? My physical self is just limp in the body, except for like maybe my like my head, right? Like, yeah, shoulders and up is okay. like alive, and my body, my arms, and my like legs are just hanging here. Actually, kind of grappled by the um the like tentacles, right? But even if they weren't, be they'd be just like slumped. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, so it's this like master, you reach up and you, and you grab this thing and you get the grab, and then um. Because it's your astral self, you sort of connect with it on a certain level that wouldn't normally be... Even if it was physical, okay. you wouldn't connect with it. But as your sure. astral form begins to squeeze this stock and the eye is locked with yours, this pulsing reddish, red-blooded eye um, on the end of this stock is looking at you. And you almost hear check. in your head. <laughs> no, no, you get this for free. Wow. the worm it's all yours oh no i'll get another, another. i'm looking for you 
It's not the worm I want. And as you say that, the stalk with the eye fades from this world. And the worm wakes up and writhes in a way that's a little it's a little different. It's more natural. It's not puppety and jerky anymore. It's like Is there anything I can do to I rolled a nat 20 on that, by the way, on the resist of the grapple, which is why it got away. Sure, yeah, that that makes sense. Um, But like did I sense something leaving this like parasite or was it that the parasite was a like being being interacted with remotely does, does that make sense the parasite... like, do i feel like a spirit leave it and go into the astral or do i feel that it was uh, just a magical anchor for something somewhere else you get the impression because you're so attuned to this the astral plane this this was an implanted thing in this monstrous creature in the worm itself and when you went to grab it it wanted to get away so badly that it chose to disengage and the the eye stalk and all of all of that like dissolved in ashes and you get a handful of like soot basically and and a little yeah and so this Hmm? Just just to jump in, um, if that was an ability check, it does roll at a disadvantage. <laughs> All right. Just so you know, it's still, that's still afraid. Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. Um, I'll tell you what, Darcy, because of the disadvantage. I just remember rolls, that, sorry. Was... It rolls a 10. But actually, you know what? I've talked myself into a corner. I'm going to say it's not the purple worm's strength. It's this other thing's strength. And strength in its bag. And so you get it. Okay. You grab you astrally grab onto this thing and don't let the physical remnant go. Instead, you hear this. (laughs) As it still severs, it wants to leave so badly. It does get away, but it leaves the eye stalk behind. And you rip it out of the roof of the worm, and then everything else happens as the worm's like, <laughs> and just begins to. So move I've slowly. like I've dislodged the anchor, but the spear within it is gone. Exactly. Not that those are specifically what's happening, but like that's basically yeah, that's essentially what happens because of disadvantage. Cool. Freaking Talithar! No wonder it wanted right. you dead. All right, and what? I just, no, I that's, just, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. I just remember that he was still afraid. That. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. Either it gets the the worm strength, but is afraid, or it doesn't get the worm strength, right? Yeah. So that makes, it, sense. Uh, makes sense. It you got, and you mark this in your inventory, Darcy. You have all right um, parasitic eye stalk. All right, all right. So that's that. That's the thing that just happened. Okay, we are at time technically, um, and so. Quick question. Yeah. Um. Did uh, Jay get hit 
this round by the creature, and is he within five feet of me? I don't believe he got hit. It was focusing its attacks at the other end. So I think he's okay. okay. I think he's okay. I'm okay, yep. No, I'm only asking because he'd get more damage. Oh, nice. I mean, if you give me a round, I'll probably kill it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, coming up next, Tal. We can so we I get just kind of like look two at more it. people. We can do this, right? We can go a little okay. past. Okay. A little bit, yeah. Tal, and I'm what like, do you want to do? Oh, I've seen this thing staring at me in my dreams. It's really pissed me off. Die. And I'm just going to go at it. Get it. Uh, go okay. get it. Uh, first attack. <laughs> You leap up on this. It's not good. Thing. How'd you do? Not good at all. Ooh. There have been a lot of that ones. Today. I know. I'm going to say do a dexterity saving throw, sir. Okay. Fair enough. After that nat one before the second swing. Ten. Ooh, ten is not good. So you go... You're so intent on this thing, you go running a few feet to your right just to get a good line on its head, and you go to swing your blade, and the weight of it just pulls you a little over, and where was solid ground a second ago, it suddenly gives way under your right foot. You start to fall um, in a desperate attempt. You, you still get your second attack with a 27 on that. So you swing the blade as you're falling, and you dig it in and ride the blade down its body. And it's it finds purchase and just leaving this red trail that opens up. You are literally dissecting the worm, um, and the innards start pouring out around you uh, as you fall to the bottom of the pit. You're gonna take some falling damage here. I'm gonna do divine smite second level and oh, I'll yeah, roll my yeah. damage. Yeah, yeah. So you're gonna take nine points of falling damage, bludgeoning. Okay. As you hit the bottom, uh, you ride all the way down to the bottom using your blade as a as a stop. Roll damage. Take twenty five. Oh, that. Wait, let me do the math. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You want to do this? Go ahead and describe it, Gordon. So I'm just kind of digging in, kind of falling, sliding down with it. And I've just kind of like used my divine energy to just do the radiant damage. Like, oh, let's die and snarl. And I just kind of fall hard on the ground as it just the innards just to start to pour out of it. It shudders and it just kind of slumps over. Nice. And the whole thing just shudders. And empty and gex, I need to do an acrobatics check. Yeah, if it, like, is still holding empty as it falls, I think I just get pulled with it. But if it, like, lets go, I'll just once again activate the um, stillness and the astral uh, strength. Since it was your... bring me to the ground. Absolutely. Uh, Gordon, since it was your kill, I'm going to get you to do a d12, sir. It's a 12 o'clock. So up is 12, and then all the way around. Oof. Ah, just just have it be the cool thing. <laughs> Why am I yes. random? Two o'clock. Two o'clock. All right, so it falls. Uh, oh no! 
All right. That's oh, what I would have suggested. So great. Perfect. Matt, I need you to do, uh, Balan, do a dexter, uh, do an acrobatics check for me. I'm, and I, I hate to do this to you, pal. Uh, welcome to the table, but it's going to be disadvantaged because you were held upside down. As it falls in that direction, its head in the direction of Matt and Gex. Gex, you kick off, do a almost perfect backflip, and land on the lip of this cliff, just teetering, and you plant, and you're okay. You are totally fine, sir. Um, Matt, how'd you do on your save? Your I've got a 10. On your acrobatics? Ooh! Thump and smush. So we're going to deal with you in a second. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call that some, some pretty heavy weight damage of this creature as it falls on you. Uh, and empty. How did you do on your uh, acrobatics? Oh, I didn't bother rolling it, but sure, I can. Uh, that's a five. That's Oof. sort of what I expected. And you're going along with, basically, you go to, so it keeps you with, and you're jostled yeah, yeah. to the side, and you slam into the teeth. And so you're going to take this damage, too, actually. Uh, okay. Yeah. That could have been half worse. Damage. Half damage, they're falling into marsh and swamp. Um, all right. I'm going to say mass. I'm not, I'm not taking fall damage here, though. The thing, no, right? you're like, taking yeah. tooth. You're taking if this was fall damage, damage, I would take none. So, yeah. Uh, so that's 22 points of piercing damage to empty wisdom. It's basically a bite attack. And Sweet. Matt, I get knocked out. I love it. <laughs> you. And then minus two. Nice. Mm, perfect. Lo very, As the very astral poetic. form just flickers and leaves, that's and you're cool. just... Yep. The body just uh, in the mouth still. Um, and Matt, you're going happened. to take 13 points of bludgeoning damage as you get driven into the swamp, but it's mushy ground. So I'm going to say seven points of damage because you're just smushed into the dirt. Like it's it's Wily Coyote. You go into the mud. Are you still with us? Yes, I am. Yes, yeah. I am. Wow, what do you say from underneath this massive worm? Uh, probably nothing anybody can hear. It's probably a... <laughs> but, uh, if I can use the plot point, I would say the reason I was here, I was looking for like a rare stone, you know, maybe like a beautiful blue stone that, you know, only uh, is produced in the swamp or something. When I get right. to my feet, I'm going to go looking through the guts. I I, I want to crawl right back in there. I'm, I'm going to say, because of the plot work. point, you are mashed in. And when you come eventually dig, half digging, half crawling out from under this, while people are prying and trying to get at you, they're like, I'm sure he's under here somewhere. Um, as you pop out, you're still like, Oh. Ah. And you found the blue stone you wanted. You all had to mark it on your inventory. Perfect, and I think perfect. that is going to be the end of our night. As people slap empty wisdom back to life, you're not going to do death saves. I'll give it a good back. kick for good measure, too. You know? yeah. so, I, so, I, so I can say I had Hilda, the last shot. I can run up and heal Hilda him. Hilda would have healed him. Fair. Well, I would have, I, I would have healed him. 
I just... Oh, yeah, there's enough paladins here. I don't have to do it. Yeah, yep. <laughs> All I right. I probably would have walked up and go, here The party go. takes a few deep breaths over the corpse of the dead purple worm. Jimmy takes off his boot and it's like, empties pus out of it, like... Oh. <laughs> and that is where we're going to call it for tonight. We'll pick up next week. We'll see you Tuesday, folks. Uh, Tuesday, 9 o'clock for those. Thank you so much. And uh, thanks for watching, everybody, and listening after the fact. Um, if you enjoyed our stuff, please hit the button to do the follow, the like, the whatever, the subscribe. Please do the thing. It's a big help. Uh, and if you really want to, you could also do a review so that, you know, people are like, hey, does not suck too bad. They like silly jokes. Uh, I don't know. What, I'm not going to put words in your mouth. You, you say what you want. You can say we suck real bad. And we put words in your mouth. I don't know. Anyway, thanks very much, everybody. Um, and uh, any, any shout-outs? Oh, we, we need a name for tonight's episode. You already got two. How's, uh... But the, 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 the listeners haven't heard them. There you go. Escape from the Sphincter of Hell was Steve's suggestion. That's pretty good. It's pretty solid. I don't. That's I, thumbs up the episode pretty, pretty, pretty nicely. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that one. Escape from the sphincter of hell. Yeah, nice. All right, I think that might be the title for tonight's episode. Thanks so much. Um, uh, and uh, I believe we do have a word from our sponsor. We'll stick around for stick around for the credits as well for all the Creative Commons music that we're using, like Tritachion's Gargic. I I think I'm saying that wrong. But anyway, um, we'll see everybody next week. Go get some sleep. Everybody take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And uh, we'll see you next week. Whew, that was that was a lot. That was a lot of fights. You guys did 308 points of damage. It had 300 points of damage. And nobody except Hilda got stung. That thing could have wrecked you. Just behind the screen for a second. I'll be that would have done, uh, yeah, that would have done about 62 points of damage if you got stung by that. Um, nice. So, thankfully, the dwarf took it. Anyway, have yourself a great night. <laughs> that could have also been... I hope you remember Not that when I used for that, too. Huh. Sorry, was that, Jay? Well, you know. I said, I hope you remember how damaging that tooth was when I find some way to fasten it into some kind of dagger or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> I might be able to help with that. Nice. We got a craft. <laughs> Ooh. I've got oh. some ideas. All right. You, so you we'll... always have to salvage parts from anything you oh, Of course. You guys have oh, a, all the worm meat you can handle. I, I got to say. All right, everybody. Thanks. It, I'm going to stop this stream now. Well, we can hang out. We can hang out. That's totally fine. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. And now, a word 
from our sponsor. <laughs> this week's sponsor. This week's episode brought to you by Uncle Lesserin's Lizard Loungewear. And you want to give that special Saurian someone something sexy, check out our cloaca-enhancing push-up negligee with built-in heating to take care of those exothermic needs while turning up the heat in your partner's pajamas. Custom fittings available. Scale polish and buffing services available. Use code PRIMORDIALOOZE for 25% discount for Valentine's Day. Also, get a free jar of maximum spread. Come down to Uncle Lesterman's Lizard Loungewear. Yeah, okay. I should have expected that. Ah, that, that, that got me. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> I can't make it that is worth losing a little bit of sleep <laughs> to have heard that. Oh, oh yeah. Maximum spread.
I'm sorry. I almost forgot. So please. Party members. Congratulations. You are now. Level. Nine. You win. This round. Of Dungeons and Dragons. Congratulations. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, we were only level seven. How'd we go up two levels? We were eight. Level we're eight. We're you, eight? You I was were, level eight. You were level eight. Motherfucker. <laughs> How am I level seven now? Oh, nine's a big deal. That's an extra oh, proficiency bonus. Nice. My yep. God. But yeah, yeah. Hey, congratulations! I've been totally underplaying. That's amazing. I mean, way, just just full disclosure, we are on stream. Seven and eight. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, no. I'm glad. I just didn't want anybody to start like saying their social insurance number or something. I mean, there can't be that big a difference between seven and eight. It's a pretty. Uh, it's, I it's not a massive psychometry. Do you? Um, that can be that can be a big deal. Well, at, at nine, sure, yeah, exactly. At eight, you would get your ability score improvement or feat, and like that can be significant if you had something you wanted to do with it. Otherwise, it's just like yeah, plus one, whatever, you know. Wouldn't change it, much. It can make a difference in some cases for sure. Oh, totally, right? Like, oh, I have a character that I want to play in somebody's game, but you gotta let Herod Herod Rabbit folk be in the game. So sure, yeah. the next person to run a D&D game that I get to play in, I want to play a rabbit. Wabbit. Anyway, I'm just putting that on record. Thanks, everybody. Uh, I guess that's it. We'll get the heck out of here. Um, you know what? Since we're back, I'm, and we got like two viewers, let's see if we can raid. I don't even know if Twitch knows we're online. It was all weird I all night. I don't think so. Yeah. I'm still going to try. Gosh darn it. Um whatever uh here boss lady's cool i don't know if you ever play elite dangerous or anything my apologies for changing jumping the shark and going to a, a video game from an rpg but we're gonna try it anyway i have no idea if it's gonna work because i don't know if we're active on twitch right now but boss lady is cool go watch her play internet spaceships it's a good time um yeah that's nice. it i'm gonna get the hell out of here Meh. Choo!